my goodness. Welcome back, everybody. I think welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review. This is The Walking Dead Season 9, Episode 5, What Comes After. What comes after what? And Rick Grimes is gone from The Walking Dead. And wow, what an episode. It was something, I'm not sure how to describe it. I don't know the best exact way. I don't know if any visual images could possibly describe how I feel right now about that episode. But possibly, I'm not alone. Let's get right into this in a bit here. I'm not alone. I have with me, of course, Joe Dirty Locks is with us this evening, unfortunately. Uh, there, there was one section of this episode where a character was yelling, no, 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 no. And I, I wrote in my notes that that was Joe knowing that he had to not watch the Patriots tonight and recap this episode. But Joe... What do you mean not watch the Patriots? Or, or watch... <laughs> yeah. Or watch while he's talking. And of course, we're not alone when we always have the live motherfucking chat. We got Mike Dark, Chalk, Apulia, uh, so many other folks that were in here. TS is in here. Cadigat, Atari Dad, Duke Chronic, Corey Mitchell. All of our good friends watching this episode of The Walking Dead. Okay, so... Let's just get this right off the bat, Joe. They chose not to kill Rick Grimes. Did what did you think of the decision to not kill him and have him sa saved by one of our scenarios that we came up with? I, I think it was close. Was gonna get on the helicopter. I think it was close. I think we talked about the helicopter possibility. Yeah, I think we did too. Or that he was gonna go on the walkabout. That he wasn't gonna die. I think I said he was gonna step in front of the bullet. And Maggie was gonna kill him instead of Negan accidentally. But I. Uh, yeah, but I think one of the things we hit on was him getting on that helicopter and getting out. What is – and I know you – we talked a little bit before the show started. I know we have some disagreements on facts like this. But w for me, what is it about this show that wants to shoot itself proverbially in the foot? Because I personally – and this isn't me just talking shit, Joe. I liked a general part of this episode, at least the Shane scene. At least the Shane scene I enjoyed, and I thought the beginning See, part of the episode – fucking crap i think all that kind of stuff that fever dream shit is just crap oh i was it I, really it really really is what we don't know rick loves his fucking family what you really need 40 minutes of of being told uh, watching rick fight to survive because of how much he loves his fucking family like but shane joe do, like the fake out like the fake out on the bridge followed by the oh look they all did show up five seconds later <laughs> oh but look they're on the wrong side of the bridge if only i had decided to walk down by the river instead like <laughs> and his horse leaves him at just the exact right time holy shit k rich gives us the five dollar super chat donation let's spin the wheel for k rich he says flying dumpsters time jumps little kid acting tough walking dead is walking dead and i think it just shoots itself in the foot show because i would love to have been able to come out here tonight and argue with you that because i like fever dream type stuff sometimes i like to the Sopranos I like it when it's done well and I thought for that kind of episode the beginning part of this episode and some of the Rick fever dream stuff really worked where I thought it got to be too much as much as I like yeah, seeing as much as I like seeing Michael Burnham in something other than Star Trek and she pops up and I'm like oh there she is our favorite Vulcan Sasha is a decent actress but she made little to no sense I didn't mind Herschel and I didn't mind Shane but when we get to the Sasha and the piles of dead bodies and walking I thought that was over the top ridiculosity cheese and and that was just a step too far for me and then the Rick I thought the death scene was really fucking 
fucking well done. If that was the way Rick was going to go out, I would have come out here and be like, that was a fucking good death, good television death. And the whole lead up, the blowing himself up in the bridge, the one liner shooting the thing, that's good American American television cheese. Well, I don't. Oh, I mean, it, yeah, and that's not what The Walking Dead isn't supposed to be cheese. Oh come on, all zombie not, stuff has not, that well, element. No, the the no. Walking Dead has always no. had an element of cheese to it. Glenn, oh, right, Glenn no. riding around the car, f- screaming, beeping the horn. I think. I think no, an element I can of... expect that. I can expect that at the beginning of the apocalypse from idiots. <laughs> like all, all all the cars are out. Keys are fucking everywhere. You, you didn't like the act. You didn't like the action piece at the end with no. with just with Rick blowing the bridge up and saying die, motherfuckers. Like That's an Arnold Schwarzenegger one liner. No, no, okay, no. I thought it was actually uh, kind of fucking sad. <laughs> I like. What I liked about that was watching the flaming zombies fall off the bridge. Visually, that, that was cool. That was, a, that was a great shot. I liked that. Um, all of them running up the opposite side of the riverbank at the, in the lick of time to see Rick get fucking blown up. And then uh, for them all to just be like, oh, Rick got blown up. He obviously died. Right? Like, of did, course he's dead, right? He's of course. dead. And then how the fuck did trash it? You know where to meet me. <laughs> At the bridge, where everybody is supposed to be. That's where I want you to pick me up. Pick me up at the bridge. Right? What? How the fuck is she at the bridge? How long does it take to get from the bridge to the trash dump area? Like, what the fuck was she doing there all of a sudden? Did she just decide to go back? That was where... That's the clearing. That's the clearing. It's because the script told her to go. Joe. Where there's supposed to be all these fucking people still working, possibly. Are you kidding me? That's stupid. That's stupid so let's keep let's jump in the chat and see what people thought right away uh do we hear the talking dead announcement about walking dead movies i did not uh see that part of the talking dead announcement uh doing rick grimes amc original rick grimes movies is that really what they announced that's what they announced and others and other stories from uh like prequel stories. are they are they gonna put them out in the theater are they gonna put them out in the theaters or are they no, just gonna be television AMC, yeah it'll be like you know, like next next Halloween and shit, they'll like they'll do a mini series of like. Uh, I think that's what the, I think that's all the Walking Dead. The Oceanside stuff. I th- oh, shut up! You you had me until you said Oceanside. Uh, Fever dreams for for. Uh, Blitz says, "Did you hear the announcement? Yep, uh, they will be successful as the X Files movie." Says Chalk. TS says Scott Gimple confirmed that Rick Grimes' Walking Dead movie, and also there'll be movies and shorts and previously characters during the past, present, future. Uh, and I think that's actually a good idea. Rick, Rick was like. Fuck you, band. I'm going solo, man. Agent says it's all about me. I mean, I like that. I've been I've been asking for something like that for The Walking Dead for a while, an anthology kind of series. Solo act now. I get movie deals, bitches. Joe, what? What? You should have been ripped the fuck open. You pulled yourself up on the spike. Okay, so he's on the horse. He's got a hole straight fucking through him, right? Okay. He's not really bleeding much until he gets to the bridge. Yeah, how does he still have his blood? He's barely holding his pants weren't even bloody, dude. Joe, how does he still have his blood? Dude, it's the horse would have been not just like pink a little bit with like a a smudge of blood on its leg. That horse would have been like, I don't know, blood runs thick and it runs fucking fast, dude. Especially when you have a fucking hole in you. You had to pull yourself fucking off of like that. No, I'm sorry. That was almost the only thing that made that less ridiculous than the last time we saw someone pull off a fucking spike was because the top of that other spike had a big fucking arrow tip on it. <laughs> like... Oh my 
my god it was fucking <laughs> and then like really just fucking 40 minutes of him like falling off a fucking horse they made this episode for you joe stupid shit like really hallucinating stupid shit this is the same fever fevered survival dream that is in every that all those examples that you mentioned that you like that, that they did it well it's the same fucking episode it's the same fucking episode starring tony starring rick starring whoever doing the exact same fucking shit it's horrible and today I, I've been burning through. I'm in like see. I'm about to start season four, right, of Babylon Five. Because I'm an idiot and I'm watching the whole fucking thing all over. Again. I'm well, I'm watching Deep Space Nine again, actually. And and uh and and today was today we just finished watching uh the doctor on that show go through his walkabout and his fucking fever dream when he got stabbed in the belly and just barely make and having to talk to himself and and make it out alive from like come on it's stupid it's the same fucking shit it's the same and that episode was written 20 years ago the fucking soprano episode was written 15 fucking years ago it's the same shit it's stupid it's out it's overplayed it's overdone it's it's played itself out so much it's the worst of television fucking cliche we know rick loves his fucking family we know rick's trying to get are back you, there joe are you my family are you my, are you like, my family like that's really what's are on his mind family? right now he's about to die and, and the only thing on his mind is, is is shane saying that's my daughter like that's that's really what's going through his head not like i gotta get the fuck back like holy shit the last stuff i said to to to, like the closest thing I have to a brother on this fucking planet right now was like bad words and we fought a little bit like but no you thinking about Shane that fucking asshole from fucking three seasons he just seasons Joe he just watched the Punisher season he's excited about it Dwarf Dwarf Burger says Babylon 5 count number one and uh, when did Rick and Sasha have more than four fucking lines together like you said why the fuck is he hallucinating her <laughs> why why is he hallucinating Lori Carl even Tyrese he had a better relationship with there's Glenn why didn't you see Glenn when you see Abraham like there's so many people he had a better relationship with than Sasha but whatever oh it's because they could get her actually so let's Carl didn't didn't see Carl not his son oh no no Car Carl Carl his next wife but Shane we can't talk about Carl Shane. he sees Shane but not Carl <laughs> not not Lori no, okay. no, no. Come on, the contractual obligation here. So let's go into the live chat and zip through it here and catch up here uh, and see what people think. Scott Kimple confirmed, oh, the Walking Dead movie. Andrew Lincoln just admitted that there were different versions of that ending or of last season with Rick under the tree where he died or helicopter picked him up or the one we got. And they kind of just went and took out the took the helicopter one right there. Yeah, why Sasha? She had three minutes of screen time with Rick the whole time she was there. With such a what's a right. piece of shit moment. The horse was another thing that was fucked up. They had to have it uh, bolted. It should have bolted a long time ago. Not like it. it Rick fell off the first time. It should have been out of there, not mulling around. It freaked out because it was surrounded by zombies. So it bucks Rick off and then just stands still. Yeah, no. Waits for waits for a bloody Rick to pull himself off, screaming and yelling <laughs> while hundreds of zombies are moaning in on him. Right. <laughs> And then waits for the bloodied Rick to pull himself up on. And we yeah. got we got okay. we got Theodore well, in the live chat. Know. Great to see Theodore in the live motherfucking chat. XXX Theodore's holy shit. Yes. Is Rick dead yet? Haven't really watched in about a season and a half. Just waiting to tune in for final demise on the show. Jess, no, no, no. This is what happened. Oh, to, well, I'll show you what happened to Rick. 
episode. No. It wasn't Rick's yeah. death. Nope, Rick. Just another dumpster, everybody. And if you want to get the Just Another Dumpster t-shirt, check out the link below. But no. He... So, yeah, he survives the fucking pull through his fucking belly, right? Then he survives however long that took him to, like, trot around on his fucking horse, get lost in the shack, get back on the horse, get the fuck out of there, right? All that time, all that bleeding survives that. Then survives the explosion on the bridge, right? And gets gets knocked back some some amount of distance into uh, the riverbank, and is only seen by that fucking trash lady, who then gets him on a helicopter that nobody else sees and away. <laughs> I got that right. That was stupid. That was really fucking stupid. That was really this new showrunner sucks. She's the one that she's yeah, Gimple's protege. JSS Joe. Just JSS this thing away. Joe, please cheer up, says Leanna. So Andrew Lincoln cheer is fuck up for what? <laughs> Leanna. For what? Like, you know, cheer cheer I I'm I'm cheer I, Oh and Joe. Great. What was the that? Last, the last the last the last scene, the time jump, right? Soon as I, as soon as I saw those people, I didn't know. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a time jump, Katie. Watch this time jump." And right what was that it. stupid song with oh. the helicopter? I just have to get that out quickly too. There's some stupid uh, song yeah. played with the helicopter scene. There was like, it was like, "We're all happy, happy. Ricky's okay. Rick's okay. We're all happy." I'm just, I'm just. I like the last, the the last bit with the older Judith. I liked. Uh... Oh. No, that's okay. Joe's watching a football game as well, so he might. I turned, I turned to the left to see this dude twist his this Green Bay Packer twist. He stepped on the side of his ankle, man. It was fucking awful. Ooh, gross. Atari Dad says ankles. Atari Dad says the river was going really fast. I think he was carried far downstream. That's why no one saw the helicopter. Right, it's all the burning zombies who aren't really dead because. You know, the fire goes out as soon as they hit the water. But don't worry. Don't worry. The thousand zombies he's floating down fucking river with at fucking. Yeah, don't worry. They won't get him. They, yep, no, no, none of none of those zombies are going to wash up in the same spot he did. Someone yep. said that's the song that they played at the end of the first episode of the uh, Walking uh, Walking Dead as well. Oh, interesting. I did, I did not remember that. It's a song from season one. Just to say it. I'm having a tequila shot. Joe's killing me right now, says Leanna. Uh, it's the consi Joe, if you want consistency, go watch Z, Z Nation. Uh, Frank, there's better consistency in that than there is in this. And holy shit. Okay. But did you get at all a – I'm trying to bring this in. Did you get, all, get at all a sense of – Of this would have been, if it was edited a little bit differently and organized a little differently, a good series finale? Because I felt like at times, if, the, if this was the end of the series and that, again, I'll say if Rick had gone out that way, like legitimately had the balls to take him out, have Maggie kill Negan too, and have the episode just wrap up the entire Walking Dead run and then break into this movies in single one-off storylines in an anthology series moving forward. But Walking Dead proper ends with Rick dying in that bridge explosion and Negan getting killed by Maggie. Wouldn't that have been a good episode and a good conclusion to The Walking Dead? no no because it's not it it for me although the series starts with rick and the focal point is rick as soon as he gets to that first group on the hill there with uh the spanish family and daryl and his brother and uh and andrea and his sister and and uh, uh 
D D what's Dale. his name? Dale. Yeah, we couldn't have seen Dale. We couldn't have seen Dale instead of Sasha. Right, and then the, even the guy that dies that they leave out on the side of the road that he wants to turn and wander and shit, right? All, once we get, he gets to that group. Once he gets there, it's no longer, in my mind, about Rick Grimes. It becomes, at that point, about the group. And it stays pretty much that way. Yeah, Rick's our focal point. He's our, he's our main antagonist protagonist he's our uh he's our you know he's got the family there and that kind of shit and this personal drama that they get to get get going with the shane stuff so there is that focal point but to me it's never been about rick and it certainly hasn't been rick's story for the last few years it's been all it's been all of it no i I hear you i guess i just mean thematically this episode felt very concluding concluding like (laughs) concluding like it felt like it could just have a fucking horde eat them all eat them all eat the whole fucking group none of them get out it's futile it turns into a borg finish where it's resistance is futile i don't know like i don't know my borg eventually one horde backs you into a fucking another and it's just too wide and too deep hey too hey that's brutal. what that's what that's what she said no uh the westerosi ninja says why the hell did sasha show up should have been glenn if anybody dale's actually a frank a friend of frank darabont he's a bad bad terms with amc i did know that somewhere thank you tired dad uh shut the fuck up joe let's talk about the real hero ken you mean that ken is going to be in the new super smash brothers ultimate game so finally uh street fighter the crossover is complete. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, I know the can, the Ken you're talking about. I don't want to talk about that, Ken. It's sad. K Mocha. Great to see K Mocha. I forgot to mention at the beginning of the show, if anyone wants to call in and leave their thoughts about the end of the Rick Grimes era, anything about this episode, or a- any sort of stuff about The Walking Dead up until this point this season, 781-990-8509. Again, that's 781-990-8509. Check it out. And let's not waste any more time and just no, get, get to this because the, this first 40 minutes is fucking stupid. And I'm going to keep my mouth fucking shut right now. I'm not going to say goddamn another word because this first 40 minutes is basically all the shit that I've already railed on. It was fucking horrible. It was stupid. No, no. You just it was you're, a you're... waste of a fucking quarter and a half <laughs> of good football form. Ah! Oh, and I forgot I spun the wheel for uh, for K. Rachel Land on spin again. Let me spin again. And we also got a $25 super chat donation from Leanna Finn. Thank you so much. Let's spin the wheel for Leanna. She gets two spins of the wheel. K. Rich, you get a drink. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, spin again. Wow, another spin again. But yes, we owe one drink. And then let me spin again. Disney should buy Nintendo for the Ultimate Smash crossover. Uh, Phil, you've seen scenes for the next three episodes. I did watch that. The scenes from the last few episodes. But holy shit, Leanna Finn. Thank you so much Maggie for that. Maggie wasn't in any of those scenes. No. And I wonder if... Uh, will we see Maggie again or is she just going to be gone too? Because what? She just runs off. Daryl runs one way. She runs <laughs> the other. And they never say... We never see... Like, they never see each other No, I, I'm thinking more... Joe, did you hear Maggie died last week over the last winter from uh, from syphilis or something? Like, it's going to be like a passive comment in the scene where right, someone just it, says... It, it jumped forward five... Yeah, Maggie left two years ago. Right, but I think it, she's going to be dead. I think with Maggie, they're going to kill her and it's going to be young Herschel talking to Judith... Yeah. 
do that off screen though. Oh, they're they're gonna do. You don't think this show? You don't think this show would do that off screen, Joe? Come on, come on. Oh, yeah, they're gonna do all this. Say goodbye to Rick. His last three. His last three. But Maggie, they're just gonna write off off screen. Fuck you, bitch, for leaving when Rick did. Oh, Leanna, it landed on silly hats. All my silly hats are packed up, so I need to give you another spin. I'm just gonna keep spinning till I have things that are still left in the room before the move. <laughs> Sorry about that. Holy shit. There we go. Dear, dear, oh, I love you. I, we love you, Anna. Thank you so much. Those super chat donations keep us going. Joe, forcing, forcibly take a shot. Uh, what, what's, what's, what's go? Kay says, who leaves dynamite laying around for anyone to take? That was very convenient dynamite just right? rolling well, through. They had that fight happen right before they all. So right before there was gunshots, they heard gunshots coming from the bridge. So there was that skirmish that went down. So everybody's kind of probably scattered. I mean, it would have been nice to see what happened with that instead of 40 minutes of Rick fucking slouched on a goddamn fucking horse talking to ghosts and shit. But Joe, he was Go talking. Me, he was show me the fight between Carol and all the fuck faces that with all the Neganites, right? Like, like that was some shit that was going to go down. They were all drawing on each other. We heard pops from the fucking from the distance and we got none of it. Instead, they decided to give you Shane and Sasha and Herschel. And this. Like that's just fucking dumb to me. I'm sorry. That was just what a waste. What a fucking waste. But we, but but, the, but we how got the these puncher. people make money. How do these people have a fucking job? I don't understand it. Like it's not good. It's not good. Potter Broadway fan says so. That was an episode. Sarcasm. Uh, like the same fucking shit that they've been writing on TV for fucking fifty fucking years. Zero fucking originality whatsoever. Like, and it's a fucking zombie show. I mean, uh, yeah, great. It's not that original to begin with of a concept, right? Zombies have been around for a long time. How much How much more can you do with zombies than, than hasn't already been done before? But still, it, it, it had greatness to it, and they just fucking threw it out, hired a bunch of hack bullshit <laughs> fuckface writers that, that saw an episode of The Sopranos 15 years ago and liked the way Tony did his dream sequence. Or some other fucking stupid show that does the same goddamn stupid thing. Who was it in Oz that had it? Who who was the dream sequence in Oz? Said, Said, and Miguel Alvarez both had them. Who was the and and Tobias had them? And Tobias had them. There was a lot of dreams in that. Fucking charm does dream dream sequences. Phoebe Phoebe had them a lot. Right? What about what about fucking Buffy the Vampire Slayer? How many goddamn fucking dream sequences did one of those fucking characters go through? Are you kidding me? How I Met Your Mother. There's one on How I Met Your Fucking Mother that probably did it just as good. Oh, How I Met How I Met Your Mother is the best at flashbacks, though. Fucking date good enough is fucking better than this shit was. Holy shit, Shields, 1999. He'll buy this podcast for 1999. And also, I wanted to to add that Leanna's landed on everybody drinks, so whatever you drink, whether it's water, coffee, uh, soda, grab your drink and take a shot or a sip for Leanna. Let me spin the wheel for that 1999. I cannot again say how much those super chat donations mean to us. They keep us being able to do this. Yeah, we are going to get Walking Dead next generation. Oh, Joe, you need to do a character impression for uh, for Shields. So, Joe, when you when you get a chance, think about it. Think about it. Take your shot and think about your character impression that you want to do. And we'll, we'll continue here. So, we open up in this episode. We see a CG of Bran Stark controlling a bunch of crows. And Katie Crow and her, uh, and her murder are rolling around. 
and we hear Rick's voice in the hospital as he's talking to himself. And this episode opens up on a vision as Joe is excited. And and as if you've been a longtime viewer or even a sometimes viewer of our podcast, as Joe said very eloquently, he fucking hates visions. And you can see the look on his face making him sick just even thinking about the potential of talking about this. So old. So we see uh, we see himself we see the helicopter we see a vision we see old rick saying wake up asshole and then we're back in and the walkers are coming at him at the end of the last episode i kind of wish they started here but he but he sees his horse and like a cowboy waiting for his horse it's some decent music here and the walkers are all converging on him but they're crazy slow and he he does this what i think is really sickly amazingly awesome but doesn't make sense that he would be able to walk for more than two fucking minutes after this happens he grabs his belt and he lifts himself off and it just rips through him he's now, now if you're not okay so so he he's got the bars right he had to reach back for them right he's got the pole coming out here you pull on those fucking bars you like I, the whole the whole idea that he pulls himself off of that to begin with and you have to do a negan impression joe so a negan impression yeah sorry i sorry i interrupted you but here we go <laughs> <laughs> keep going Where? yeah i kill you oh okay that's good i'm pitching you in jail Where? i don't have my dad anymore <laughs> that that's your negan impression you kidding me like a negan impression of all the fucking people you want me to impersonate you want me to impersonate the stupidest fucking character on this show <laughs> <laughs> actually dwarf burger said that i'm not sure that's that was pretty good to go keep keep doing it so we got uh do do joe do new judith we've got another request for doing new judith oh so, uh, you know here we here we go we got a chance new judith dude I, i'm excited for this i'm excited for this those shots came from a distance. They were all headshots. Someone's been teaching her some shit. Did you see Carol uh, with that long silver hair? Yeah, she's. someone said it in the chat, but she's looking very, even more so like Laurie Strove in the new Halloween movie, which I saw, which was pretty good. It wasn't bad. Uh, excuse me. So uh, let's continue. Uh, she was the best part, by the way. Jamie Lee Curtis was the best part of the new Halloween movie. Uh, and we're back. And let me spin it one, spin the wheel one more time for our super chat donators. And again, amazing thanks, you guys. That's incredible super chats tonight. We really. Oh, another spin again. A fucking a spin again. I might as well just drink on the back of it in the wrong spot, dude. What was that? No, no, it's it's not. It's two spins. It, oh, Joe drink. Yeah, there you go, Joe. Drink. Oh my god. <laughs> well, you you can you can you can uh, sparse that a little bit if you want. So as we continue here, he lifts off the belt. He Rick kebabs. He reverse rick kebabs himself and he <laughs> he he crawls his broken ass away from the herd to get to his horse and he rides away and it's another nice aerial aerial shot they've had a few of those this season and it looks pretty cool so we're back in on what i think is heath's rv and i think this is our first even isn't he gone because he disappeared, but isn't this Heath's RV? I don't know. Whatever. Did he go away in his car? Yeah, but it's it's the same RV, or it's like another RV to date back to where they're cooking meth or Dale's RV, and it still can't start. Jadis can't start it. She freaks out when she can't start it, and uh, she gets on the microphone, and she says, I, ha I have an A ready, and she's freaked out. They go back and forth. She needs to get out of Dodge City. She grabs her gun, and she heads out, and she's ready. So we go back to Rick and the horse with the hurt behind him, and he's whispering, and he's leading them away, and let's see what we ha have here because I know this is so interesting. <laughs> so interesting what happens here. 
He has to lead them away. He leads them away. And he's on an empty hospital bed and he's surrounded by more walkers and he can't ride fast enough because he's bleeding. Then we oh, go. Gee, he, brought, he brought them all right back to the bridge where Daryl told him to bring him in the first place. If he had just listened to fucking Daryl in the first place, if you had just listened to your fucking right hand man, to your number fucking two, if you weren't such a pig headed, stupid fuck, and you had just brought them there in the first place, you wouldn't have fallen on the fucking rebar. And you could have fucking blown them up in a much nicer fashion without maybe losing your bridge because you would have saw all the dynamite sitting there. <laughs> Flying dumpster. Jadis is a confusing character. Yes, she is, Dwarko. And uh, yes, what is up with that shit with Rick's a B now? Maybe because he injur he's injured or something. A oh, and all this time I thought you were a B. So she thought, she thought Gabriel was a B. And now like Rick, Rick. And, and he ended up being an A, and Rick right. is a B. She really thought Gabriel <coughs> but was we don't... the same kind of person as Rick. The same kind of moral and courage. But we don't know what A and B means. type as Rick. She is a bad judge of fucking character. She is an awful judge of fucking character. She doesn't know what the... I got an A, I got a B, and I got a C. C, C, C. Tuesday when you come pick me up, motherfucker. Yeah, as Leanna says, yeah, if Rick's a B, who the fuck are the A's? A Rick right. is a B. What up? Mike V, great to see you speak. Mike is a V. We got Mike V in the live chat. Rick's going to be the V. Rick's going to be a new person like Jadis. I hope if they do never bring Rick back, but if they do bring Rick back, they don't have him come back and be, and be the, this is what I speaking want. in soon, weird talk. As soon as he got on that fucking, as soon as she got. As soon as we knew that, that that he was getting on there, we then we saw him on the helicopter. I looked at Katie and I said, "I'll tell you what, right now, if they finished off this season with the time jump, okay, great, right, and finish off whatever fucking story you want to tell for the back half of this season, just finish it off, and you come back for the next season and you make it Rick fucking walking from wherever the fuck he is back to Alexandria fucking smashing brains the whole way fucking down on his own. Going on walkabout? I will watch that. I will watch Rick. That's going to be the movie. The That's going to be the Rick movie. All the way to fucking Alexandria, beating the shit out of it and killing every motherfucker and every zombie he sees on the way. I don't even care if there's another person. It can be completely fucking silent. It can be no word spoken at all. As long as there's no fucking fever dreams, I will watch that shit. <laughs> I will watch that shit, and I would be happy. Joe wants a fever dreamless show. Uh, let's go in the live chat. We got a lot of a lot of awesome answers about the A versus B. Dwarf Burger says A over B, except after C. K Rich says A is a breedable female. Yeah, what is a flipping B? Says Dig Talk. I'm great to see Dig Talk in this live chat. Tim Gersh, look, look, Phil. We we know we all want to be an A. We know. We all want A and B means Jadis is in a prison gang with Bert. Some of us are just side Bs. <laughs> I, th I think Tim's right that it means that Jadis is in a prison gang with Vern Schillinger. Uh, Bernie, they should have brought the helicopters in two seasons of fucking go. I'm going to add a fucking there for they Bernie. They did. They, they, are you kidding me? Our first helicopter sighting is back at fucking prison. <laughs> no, oh. but meaning me, I think she means that they should have given us a fucking more of a conclusion to it. Like tonight, we actually got some something moving forward for the first time since we've seen those things for three they fucking. Have hooked up to oxygen. <laughs> I know they have the whole medical. The, they have the whole medical thing there. It's like an ambulance helicopter there. So it was definitely a military helicopter. It was definitely a tr uh, looked like a a uh, a. Uh, oh fuck! I forget the name of it. 
But I bet you uh, someone out there knows what kind of helicopter. Ooh, Long John Beef says, I like the groundhog. I, I love I love Long John Beef. That just sounds delicious. Wonderful Bug says, hey, Phil, love the episode. Ducrox says, Rick did see a helicopter in Atlanta right at the beginning. And yes, yes, he did. So the helicopter has been going. Th- yeah. And in season two at the prison, when he when they first walk up on the prison, a helicopter flies overhead. But then again, a helicopter gets downed by the governor. Or a helicopter lands and they kill all the pilots. Uh, Jason says, I think Jadis lied to save Rick from being whatever they do to an egg. Interesting theory. They they, they give A's to you, Jason. They they throw it to like the simulation in the camp, in Camp Crystal Lake. They give the A's to the B's. Yeah, they do. Except after C. Uh, Jason, uh, good, good theory. Okay, so let's continue back into this fucking shit. So we go off to Maggie and her number one and the walkers are here and they get a quick kill. And uh, Maggie, I, know, I don't care about that. I want to know if Maggie works. It's other shit, yada yada. If if they if they if they do okay, so whatever these movies, one or two movies, whatever they do with the Rick story, they're gonna uh-huh. follow up on that. Like, <laughs> is he really just going to abandon his family? Is he gonna find his way? That's back? no, Joe. That's why, Joe. That's why we got the these two movies. I have an answer, Joe. I have an answer for you. That's why we got the Shane scene, so he knows that Judith real. So we know that he knows for real that Judith isn't his kid. So we don't feel bad no, for. So we know it. So we don't feel bad. Let me finish. So we don't feel bad when he never goes back because it's not his fucking kid and he doesn't give a shit. No, because we he didn't say that. He said she does not have your nose. I know, but she, but he did have Shane's voice in his head saying, "Come on, well, yeah. she's an but asshole like me." Have that in his head. Yeah. He's always gonna have that in his yeah, head. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Like, was, come on, that was hilarious. Uh, the the logo on the side of the B could make me think of Lost. There was a lot of Lost moments in this episode with the cabin in the woods too. I have a reference to Jacob in the second. Uh, the Gimple wrote this episode. Oh, of course, Scott Gimple wrote this episode. I bet uh-huh. he re- Okay, so that's the reason why. <laughs> okay, of course he wrote this episode. Gimple was like, the show's yours, but I'm writing the Rick death episode. Okay. The Rick, the Rick out episode. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Gimple, that explains really it. Explain, that thank time. you thank you for letting us know that, Cadigan. That that makes a lot of sense now. Uh, Tim Gersh, I will play your voicemail if anyone else wants to play, leave a voicemail. If anyone else wants to leave a voicemail, you can do it at 781-990-8509. Love to hear your thoughts on this episode, 781-990-8509. People are pissed at the show. Does AMC think that people will spend money to see a movie? No. They're going to be on AMC. They're not going to be in the theater. Right. They're not AMC original movies. And AMC, when was the last time you saw an AMC original movie? Released in the theater. No, this shit ain't going to the theater. This shit's gonna be a fucking. It's gonna be a Sunday night. They may free. do like a, a once a, dead. They may do a once a year special release where they showed two or three of them in the movie theater, like the, the Walking Dead. I mean, like the Game of Thrones did. So From what I hear, they said that they were gonna do. So let's continue in here. Back to the horse. Rick is bleeding all over the nice horse and losing his shit. And he rides a bit faster and he heads into the woods. Off to the King's Road as he eases up a bit. He finds a cabin in the woods. He finds Jacob who has the secret to the island. And he says, uh, "Definitely, Jacob, let me in there." I'm not the man in black. And he tries to patch himself up a little bit and he, to prolong his life because this his blood runs really slow. I mean, Rick Grimes has a medical condition that's not often reported on it. It's called slow blood syndrome, protected by, by, by a character shield of some sort. It keeps in his blood slow. So when he's walking, it drains a lot less rapidly. So it allows him to live longer. It's, it's, a, it's a documented uh, condition, Joe, that's not widely reported upon. Yeah. It's called the grimy slimy. <laughs> it's called the grimy slimy. That's that's the street name for it. But but I mean I'm getting a little technical. Oh, but Rick, you got grimy slimy condition. He's got that's lots of grimy slimy. Disorder. 
where you don't bleed out <laughs> you know. like a normal human being. You got grimy slimy. You grimy That's slimy. Survive the gunshot. That's why your boy survived yeah. the gunshot. Yeah. That's why you're going to survive the, the, you, the shish kebabbing. You get it from eating people and from biting that guy's face. He he developed the grimy slimies. He's one quarter zombie, so he just he, it's called plot armor. Ber- Bernie 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 knows that's that's one of the alternate names. Like if you look up synonyms for it, you'll also see plot armor. But the the grimy slimies. I think Joe has the the name for, it, and I think Joe has the hashtag for the episode too. <laughs> hashtag grimy slimies. But I I think I think we're onto something with that one. So uh, there's a Walking Dead movie being directed by Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, that's Andrew Lincoln's gonna spend more time with his family, meaning he needs to direct these actors. I got him to get like he was like he's like I want off the series, and they were like, "Sorry, we're not letting you go, Andrew." He's like, "But I want off." No, okay, we'll let you off if you direct episodes for us. Wonderful Bug says. Also, I didn't know that Rick and Judas, I mean Jadis, were such great friends. Guys, let's be honest. Rick should have died a long time ago. He's bleeding really fast. Uh, so let's continue here as uh, as Joe gives you one more shot right there for our last Super Chat donation. Sam Burbier, this was a series finale for me tonight, boys. They had a good run. Well, kind of. Let me know when AMC goes under, hopefully after Better Golf Fall ends, because that's the only good show they have left. <laughs> Sam Burbia. Uh, I can hope for the future without a Rick Grimes. Uh, and we'll get to that at the end, Joe. Uh, Sam, Sam Burbia, thank you as always for being one of our longest, longest viewers dating back to the Breaking Bad stuff. So we, tra- so we try to patch him back up and we come back and get a shot of Rick riding into Atlanta. And I thought this was a good visual as we get what everyone's been waiting for. And I, and like, I don't give a shit. This show can be full of shit, make no sense, be stupid fever dream bullshit, but I don't care. I still like seeing Shane again. <laughs> that damn cowboy. Oh, Look like shit. Joe. So- what is this? So, Joe. What is this? Come on, Rick. Look around. You know what this is. It's death. Are those the idiots we were chasing? Hey, Rick. Bad boy. Fucking moron. There's two suspects, right? Yes, there were, Rick. Well, was third man. Change everything, didn't it? Rick. I want you to get in and catch up. Rick. Rick, get my penis in the catch up. Is that what you're doing? Looking for your friend? I'm going to show you what I need. Laurie. So Joe's paraphrasing what gets talked about in the scene. Someone says Preacher's a fantastic show on AMC, just throwing that out there. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard good things about Preacher. Big Cab with the Super Chat donation. Spin that wheel for Big Cab. You think I'm an asshole. I know you're an asshole. Did he just tell him to stick that ketchup dick in his asshole? I think he did. I think I think Joe, you're on. I think you're again reading the tea leaves, so to speak, of what they're really saying in the scene. When I think about it, I mean, I'm sure others did influence you, but I'd like to take full credit for that ketchup dick in my asshole. I didn't want it, you know. But you took it, right? Ketchup is shit you did not feel. So we see we see Shane, but I got I got to be honest that it was good to see Shane. These scenes were interesting. If you're into it, if you're not, it really wasn't interesting. It didn't amount. But let me like I'm agreeing with you in the sense they didn't amount to shit. What do you talk about? 
exactly exactly there's no point. new revelations there's shit. no new revelations at least you can say in the sopranos when the sopranos used this there's always a new revelation tony discovers something within each one of the dreams he has or christopher has kind of a useless dream but i think in some other places and other shows when stuff like this is what was it? yeah he realizes pussy he re he he's he realizes the pussy thing with the uh the the, the fish christopher dream have you ever? Oh, have you ever have seen you my? Ever had That's your favorite one of those scenes ever in anything ever. It's just <laughs> it is. It's, just, it's Christopher's first murder, right? And then he starts hallucinating, like like episodes, the seasons later, about this guy talking about the fucking sausages. He's back at Satrielli's, and this guy. Have you tried my sausages? You had our sausages. <laughs> it's, uh, have about you... the kielbasa's. Tim Gersh says, shut up, everyone, and listen to Shane's sexy voice. And I guess that's the point where I am with the show. I'm like, I don't care for shit. I like seeing Shane in the scene because some of this stuff at the beginning to me felt a little bit like old Walking Dead. Just yeah. just the way the way with Rick just being surrounded by hordes, with the hordes seemingly seeming like a threat at times, and seeing some of the characters we've seen in the past, I kind of got filled with some nostalgia which is what gave me that feeling like if this was the final episode I would have felt oh this was a decent send off to kind of go through this I liked it in Scrubs I've mentioned Scrubs before in this where JD sees visions of people from his past and I think if they did something like this with Rick and they were ending the series it probably would have been good or if there were some new revelations that needed to happen moving forward but the fact that they kept Rick alive the fact that they didn't they deballed it at the end of it all it makes it even more fucking useless even if they killed it in they made it the series finale right it wouldn't have been a good thing because completely fucking ignoring every other character that has built up any kind of fucking storyline and arc and depth it would be completely writing maggie out it would be completely writing daryl out it would be completely writing carol out it would be completely writing anybody anybody from any of the other communities that we have. But we got a great new Daryl meme out of this episode with him crying. You know, you know they're going to do that at the end when he's like, ah. Dude, that was the best acting on the show the whole night, and that sucked. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It really was. Rick was fucking... There was no... So, like, visually stunning, the dead bodies that he's walking through, the field of dead bodies. It reminded me of, like, a Spencer Tunic with everybody's clothes on, a photo from Spencer Tunic. It, like... <laughs> Like I've seen much more impressive things with the dead bodies. You ever see? You ever see behind enemy lines where fucking Owen Wilson falls in the fucking the pit of fucking dead bodies? How about Schindler's List with the fucking girl in red that you see earlier in the movie getting getting tossed onto a pit of fucking bodies? There's so many fucking better scenes with with piles of bodies than this was. How how about how about uh, Battle of the fucking Bastards with fucking piles? 30 feet high of dead bodies. <laughs> Back in my day, when I walked to school in 30 feet of high bodies of snow. This was, this was, and they all were in like like some sort of twisted and I, pose. And I had nails in my toes. Rick should have had a conversation with Shiva. It would have been more accurate. Cat, uh, all dead bodies. Joe is right about that. Rick looked like he was phoning it in, says Dwarfberger. Tim says, I'm fine with writing Daryl out. Rick's dead. I thought it was obvious. Daryl, Sunset Walk. This, this show has hit another level with Shane's involved. And that's how I feel, too. I just really like the character. I like the Punisher. And to see the Punisher on the screen playing the Punisher, it's... it's Punisher is one thing. Shane, the, the actor, is fucking brilliant. He was in a movie with uh, that new Spider-Man kid. Uh, where they played like monks in a monk servant or some shit, trying to get a relic down to Rome. Tom Holland from Island. Yeah, Tom Holland. And 
movie was really fucking great. Uh, Shane is amazing in that movie. Brutal, brutal fucking scenes with him. Yeah. And Punisher, amazing. This guy is an amazing actor. And what we got of him in this would have been, you know, I would love to say it was great. But like you said, it amounts to nothing. It amounted to nothing, but it was still a fun, it was a fun scene seeing two actors be on screen together, but it did amount to nothing. It, it, you know, that is always fun. Like, sure. I, I would have liked it better if they didn't kill fucking Shane off so fucking quickly early on or, or (coughs) maybe (coughs) Shane had found a way off the show or just left. I would have been, it would have been better to me if Shane had just left. If Shane had just been like, you know what? Fuck it. If it is my kid, fuck it. You know, like, let me just get the fuck out of here. Oh, you crazy bitch and her fucking husband for. Give me a sh- like. Give me a shotgun. I'm gonna go and walk about. And and let's go into the live chat for a second. That there was a give it to Rick. Fucking eight seasons later. There was a shot. The green screen in this episode was terrible. At a couple points in times, it was very obviously terrible, says Potter, Broadway fan 11. And that is correct. Come on, Joe. Wake up. Uh, the Walking David in the live motherfucking chat right now. Uh, like the most awake I've been in forever. <laughs> I'm ca- I'm calling Joe's bluff. He's trying to bluff like he didn't like this episode. He liked the episode. This big cap. No, 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 no. I honestly, Phil. Have I ever liked the Dream Fever episode? Except for the Christopher Maltesanti sausages, no, and some Viking stuff. And for the most part, I did like, from the moment that time jump happens, I liked that ending with those new characters that we got to see. Yeah, you're, you're excited. And that world, we're going to talk about that. For, for post-Rick Walking Dead, I really... Yeah, you are. You're very, you've been talking about this for a while. You're excited to see. You, you were ready. You, you, this wasn't an end for you. This was a beginning tonight. This is, this is, this is a chance. This, so what I'm seeing here is I'm seeing uh, this new showrunner has taken over at the beginning of this season, right? Because Gimple started working on other shit. He tried starting to put other projects together. These he movies, probably. Fear, these movies, probably. And what they said was there's going to be some other mini series and other series that involve characters we know and previ- and, and what happened in their previous Abraham's line. coming back. Right? You, you, that'd be fucking fantastic. We're I getting some other, we're getting the Mother Dick series. We're getting the uh, Mother Dick prequel series. You know? Uh, and so. <laughs> I just completely lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. I got you excited about Mother Dicks. You did. Like, I'm so excited for Abraham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made you more excited. But oh, oh, right. So the showrunner. So now now that that you got to wrap up Scott Gimple's mess <laughs> and you get to have a five-year time jump, right? And by Scott Gimple's mess, I mean everything with the, with the Glenn. <laughs> I know she wrote the episode, but the Glenn dumpster that's on Gimple's directive, you know, like, and everything that happened since, all the vegan shit. You know, she gets he's like Jack off. Nicholson in A Few Good Men. You ordered the re- you ordered the fucking code red. Oh, you get right. He did. He did. And it gets all tied off here. He directed this. He got to see Rick out. You know, maybe after those movies, if those movies are successful for them, rating wise, right? And the next couple of seasons she can manage to not write this cliche television fucking trope bullshit, right? I, I think we could have something good. I think I think this is an opportunity for her now to really sink her claws in and get an, 
a story that makes sense that they can focus on the stuff that is actually going to make this a better show bliss has the best name for that fear the mother dick chronicles i would definitely watch that uh, so zippity doo zippity yay. We have this Shane scene that doesn't amount to much, but we the best part of the scene is I like when Shane says says how he likes that Rick bit someone's face off and and kind of dates back to some of the moments where Rick acted like Shane, and that's kind of a good self referential moment. I like Rick being the Rick he is now, kind of looking back in the past. Someone mentioned in the chat that maybe I'm wearing nostalgic glasses. It allowed me to wear Walking Dead nostalgic glasses glasses for a minute. So we go over to our next scene with uh, Michonne and Shane's kid talking some plans. No, and uh, she, they, putting coffee on some plans and not respecting the wood. There was no, not a respect for wood there, and and it's time for a fight. And Maggie's at the door. Okay, the way this went was a little weird to me. Maggie comes to the door, comes to the door to uh, to come for Negan, and Michonne's like, "You can't, you can't come in. Listen, you can't come in." Maggie says, "Let me in." Fuck you, fuck you, you, and they don't really fight, but they go back and forth, and it's almost like a war. It's almost like no, let me. Like they're playing a Bugs Bunny voice game. Like, can I go? Can I go? I don't want to go. I do want to go. I don't want to go. You do want to go. I do want to go. You do want to go. And she rationalizes it to Michonne by class unless you answer me these questions. <laughs> three. But what is your favorite color? But she and she ends up saying to uh, Michonne, "What would you? What would you do if the same thing happened to Rick?" Would you, what would you, what would you do if? That's not a fair question. What would you do? And then a tear rolls down Michonne's eyes and she decides to let her in. It's just like, why'd you go there to stop her in the first place if you're going to give up so easy? Just a couple words by Maggie. Maggie doesn't have to do anything except for say, come on, dude. It's like the dude, where's my car argument? Dude, 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 dude. Well, no, no. It's more like it's more like the basketball argument. Oh, that's dude. what I mean. I'm sorry, not dude. 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 You you got a point. <laughs> I'm sorry, I confused it. It is basketball, not dude. Where's my car? But yeah, it's the it's ultimately that kind of argument, or and she ends up letting her go in, and M- Michonne cries and says, "I can't." Here's the thing, Michonne. Because here's what's going to happen. I am going to beat your brains in to get past you to murder I, him. And then... Who wins that fight? Realistically, realistically, who, who has the sword? She's holding... No, no. She's already holding a fucking uh, crowbar in her hand. And Michonne does not I take, have a in her hand. She, she did not have a ninja sword? She, I, Samurai sword, I know. Sorry, guys. Her hand. Uh, Maggie is holding that fucking crowbar in her hand. And she's all mad. Right. And she's more mad. Oh, uh, and she's and she's mad. And she's got all that on her, on her, on her. So if you want to stop me, and I'm that determined, I might just like. Here's the thing, Phil. I'm not going to beat your brains in to get at Negan, right? But, uh, say someone who's not maybe my close friend. Okay, but here's it. So maybe Stephanie does. Right, you, you, you. So let's put this this way, right? Stephanie's trying to stop me from going to beat Negan's brains in, right? So my point is, my husband's brains got beat in, and you won't let me kill this motherfucker. Okay, let's see how you react when I beat your wife's fucking brains in, then beat his brains in. Let's see if you treat me the same way you treated Negan, right? Like, 
I would have been happy with that. I would have now. I wouldn't necessarily do that. I really, really, really like Steph, right? I don't know, how, <laughs> like, so I wouldn't beat her brains in, right? But she'd be a tough out, right? But like, <laughs> I would love to see that happen. I would have loved for Rick to come back and been like, "Oh my fucking god, Maggie, you just murdered my new wife." Uh, I get it now because now I want you dead. <laughs> I, I, I get it sorry maggie you were right gotta kill you david and then, that would have been a good ending to get rid of maggie and then rick just so fucking like oh my god everybody's fucking dead david if you're still listening definitely leave a voice message i'm having some technical uh gaffery here so it'd probably be easier to just have you leave a voicemail at this point but uh but i might be able to hook up the call in line too but definitely leave a voicemail to make sure you get your thoughts in thomas says, hey do you think if the walking dead was on netflix or hbo they'd be dying from the watered down shit the amc's been doing to them i know i i'm not gonna blame amc for all of this i think it's on the way they want to tell their program no, this isn't amc's fault this is gimple's fault yeah amc's the network that also or the channel that also brought us uh breaking bad Break and better call saul and so not them that's making this right so so if a showrunner's strong enough then they're not gonna it let Who's the production company behind this shit? Who do we really have to call? We don't have to call AMC, Phil. A AMC's, AMC doesn't want to hear from us again. Right. That's not who we need to call. We called AMC. We know. We need to get Gimple's number. AMC at told them to start watching our show because they fixed that Carol shit yep, back a couple they seasons. They did. They've been, they've been watching. They have their spies. They've been watching us. So, but, but we need to skip the AMC middleman. Stop leaving them messages because they're getting too late. Yeah. And we call these motherfuckers direct yeah we need to we need to get kang and gimple on a on a uh, conference call kang and the gimple dimples number <laughs> yeah we, we need to help us out here folks help us out we, we will clean up this slimy grimy shit we will call in live on the air if we get those phone numbers anyways you get a you get me gimple fucking <laughs> number and i'll pop that shit all over the fucking place you get me kang's number and i'll show her i'll show her fucking the, the walking dead he'll show he'll show her he'll show the walking Why, dead better name so if the uh, if remember the hound became the nuclear gang, what what did I get for my super chat? You got silly fucking hat, uh, Kevin. But I'm spinning that shit again because instead, don't even don't even don't even stop it right now and take a drink, motherfucker. I'll do that. I'll take a drink. Uh, here we go. But oh, and and a bite of a sandwich. So I, big Kev, you got bite of a sandwich, but I will take a drink for you too. Mm -mm -mm. Katie, yeah, the, huh? the, he's he's getting the crow drunk again. So. So I let's tell you, it was fucking awesome last night. Oh, uh, we'll talk about that at the end a little bit. So let me let's let's get through this freaking episode here. So Michonne cries and says, "I can't do it." So Maggie comes into the room, and this is the only other thing to deal with besides the Rick stuff. As uh, Joe and Katie are about to take some shots, Maggie comes in the room, and Negan right off the bat goes into this. My question for you, going with this Negan thing, did Negan? play Maggie right here because he knew how to play her or did he really want her to kill him? He really wow, wanted her to kill him. Just gave I think he cried when he was bashing his head on the wall. It hurt too much and he stopped. Yeah. And do or you, you or you knock yourself out and you stop. And do you, you think do you think Maggie you. did the right thing? No. Stupid. You're more dead now than you were Negan's more dead now than he ever was. No he isn't. He's right the fuck in front of you. Fucking beat the motherfucker's brains in. Who cares if he's asking you to do it? Oh, so the serial killer said, "I'll only give. I'll only tell you where everybody is if you if you kill me first. Oh no, that's committing suicide by the state. 
we won't let him have that deal. No, fuck him. Tell me where my daughter is and then kill the motherfucker. <clears throat> Are you kidding me? I don't care. I don't feed him food, precious fucking tomatoes. You're writing down tomatoes that, that dude's eating off the back of your fucking truck, but you're giving that motherfucker tomatoes? He ain't fucking building bridges. Fuck him. Kill him, motherfucker. You're doing the right thing. No, fucking I... a year and a half in jail. Great. You tortured him for a year and a half. Cut his fucking ears off. Cut his fucking fingers off. Force feed them to him. When he shits them out. Force feed it to him again. And then bash his fucking brain. Are you the method man? Are you going to just like sew his asshole? So you feeding him and feeding him and feeding him? I'm going to nail your, your testicles to the draw. And then... Now I do I do want to make something clear that Big Kev said and the people that are more familiar with this from the books how accurate was the scene for Negan and Maggie from from Book to Story? It's probably a one for one would people say was it a, was a good visual representation of the comic scene for those that have read it but I could I could pull it out right now Oh uh, don't no one wants to see that Joe we'll get we'll get flagged don't pull it out don't pull it out that that's a that's a far bigger super chat donation to get Joe to pull it out So uh. Big Kev with the other, uh, when I just I just took a bite of a sandwich for you, Kev. And Big Kev with another super chat donation saying that scene was from the comic. Spin the motherfucking wheel. In uh, oh the in memorandums thing on the Talking Dead, did they did the did they list the bridge? That would have been awesome. I would have gained a little bit of respect for the Talking Dead if they listed the bridge. That would have been funny. Uh, does as odds people lost this week yeah if they, if they did the bridge I'd, i would have i would have i would have uh given the talking dead a courtesy they watch should have, they should have played the zeppelin song the bridge the bridge <laughs> fuck that zeppelin song atari dad says honestly i think uh i think i might have made the same choice just make him suffer more i made a similar choice in the walking dead video game i let one of the villains left one of the villains to die figured he would does uh and if you pull if you pull it out, I'm gonna go full Jason on you. Uh, it was we got uh, Lindsay in the live chat. It was pretty accurate, but in the comics, Negan apologizes to Maggie for what he did to Glenn, which he never does in this situation. Uh, and was it also used as the same thing in the comics to try to humanize Negan even more? Because it seemed to me this was our moment to feel bad for Negan too. About broken he's not the negan he was but 30 seconds beforehand he's you tell me why this is right 30 seconds beforehand he's the exact same negan the day before when he's talking to michonne he's the exact same negan oh yeah that that's why i be put down and all of a sudden we should feel bad for him joe that's why i asked the question if this is just all a tactic he goes in the room knows maggie's coming in to kill him and he says everything he can to get her not to kill him which no, is why which is fucking attack her back. Why not just fucking attack no, her back? No, I'm I'm I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm just making up. But guys, this is a voicemail I got from Joe this morning telling him he had to listen to the had to review The Walking Dead tonight. This is it <laughs> This is Joe's voice in the voicemail. He's crying. I should be dead. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is it. it is <laughs> This is the voicemail Joe left me this morning. It is. It's a, I'm not lying. That is not. That is. That is very strangely accurate to the scene. So Joe is a prophet. Not only is Joe one of the 
the, the best co-hosts in the business. He is also a prophet. He has Nostradamus-like skills to predict scenes by crying on my voicemail this morning. Anyways, so an apology would have made a huge difference in this scene, but I still think they should have killed him. Negan would have attacked her. They really humanized Negan in the comic by having him tell Maggie he regrets killing killing and if Mag if he could take it back, he would have blah 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 blah, says Lindsay. <laughs> Johnny Rico, do chronic <laughs> Television Negan is ruined. Cost him everything. <laughs> when he says that, I would have taken it back if I could. It's because he would have just killed somebody else instead. Because doing this cost him everything. If I could have taken it back, I would have let you guys go and do whatever the fuck you wanted and stayed away from Alexandria because it cost me everything. Not because it was the right thing to do or because it was the wrong thing to do, but because it cost me my fucking empire. It cost me my fucking hero. Alexandria! Every time they, every time, I'm sorry, I turned on the voice room. Every time we talk about Alexandria and the thing, I, I think about that Indiana Jones. Alexandria! Alexandria! So uh, Negan starts begging for his life. Maggie wants him to get in his hands and knees and get in the light. How many, how many lights? There are four lights. And Negan won't, <laughs> Negan won't say there's three lights. And she keeps screaming there. How many lights do you see? And he's like, there are four lights. There are four lights. Dick says shitty writing. Spot on. Standing between the candle and the star. <laughs> Jason Voorhees says spot on dirty. Hello, Brown Sugar G. Great to see you in the live motherfucking chat. Great to see so many awesome voices into our super chatters tonight. Uh, so many nice faces. And to our super chatters tonight, thank you so fucking much. We got uh, <laughs> Big Kev, your, your other super chat landed on a character impressions, but we're going to take credit for that with the Joe crying Negan there. We'll, we'll say that is, or either that or we'll get the walking David to leave a voicemail for you as Rick Grimes saying goodbye tonight or something. But, uh, but everybody, thank you so much for those super chats. Going to give you another spin of the wheel just for fun. And it landed on drink. No. Oh, Big Kev again. Uh, by the way, it's Daryl's fault, motherfucker. And it landed on Phil drink, actually. So I have to, I have to drink. Let me, let me take a sip here. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. So she decides that a face wor- a faith- a fate worse than death, <laughs> easy for me to say, is staying on The Walking Dead. So Negan is forced <laughs> to stay. Sorry. You don't get to leave. Because Maggie's leaving. Maggie's leaving. She's like, I'm done. You're staying. Asshole. We were in Batman versus Superman together. That fucking sucked. So so I'm fucking you here. You brought me in on that project. And I had to be in that shitty fucking. the worst part of that project. The origin shit that we've seen a thousand times. Was it Batman Superman or was it Justice League? It was Batman Superman, right? Oh yeah, fucking! Well, I don't, it, was, it was fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, it was awful. It was awful. But they get finally get a scene together again. So the first scene since Gotham City, since since they were killed by Joe Cool, and they're and they're all out there. It's crazy. Everyone is forgetting the best part of this episode. Jadis left Rick, so she's gone from the series too. Josh Smith makes the one of the best points in the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Jadis point. Gone now too. Trash lady's fucking gone. Yeah, no, no. Excellent point, Josh Smith. Thank you. She'll be back in the movies. Yep. <laughs> Duke Chronic says yes, Joe. They sucked. Uh, Dick Taka says Daryl is the reason Rick is gone too. He brought them in the middle of nowhere to divert them from Maggie. Joe Cool. Yep. Phil and Joe. Uh, 
Don't it feel good to have a popular opinion? It was Batman versus Superman. Thank you. Save me, Martha! Ma Why are you saying Martha? Oh, sorry. Okay, so Negan, Negan says, Why are you saying Martha? And we continue here. So we come back to Maggie, who's coming out with no dead Negan. And her and Maggie, or her and Michonne share a look. They don't need to say any words. No, no words, Joe. <laughs> shh. No words. Just shh. And he... Okay, then we hear a... And then they say, some shit's happening. We need to go save Rick. Well, they don't say it, but they say some bad stuff's happening at camp. So then Rick hears another girl's voice. And then we hear... We see Scott Wilson. And nostalgia obviously plays a part. The fact that Scott Wilson, since his rest after shooting these scenes, is awesome. But again, as wonderful as it was to see Herschel, I found this scene even more useless than the Shane scene. I feel like yeah. these three scenes, I could rationalize to you why if the only dream sequence that really occurred in this episode, other than some of the flashes of the zombie shit, was the Shane stuff, I would come here and battle Joe for everybody and say that Shane scene was awesome and it was needed because we got one flashback to the person that was most important to Rick, other than Carl because they couldn't obviously channel rigs wouldn't come back so they brought Shane back to get put him one more time and throw enough money at channel rigs he'll be back in a fucking heartbeat you fucking yeah they don't me. want Chandler rigs back though uh <laughs> they don't want they don't want his dad anywhere near the walking dead anymore throw enough money at fucking anybody in there in there in there there money Are talks you? Joe it's true but oh. ultimately if it was just the Shane scene I would have said fine okay it was one off whatever but the with the Herschel scene and then the Sasha, which no matter how many scenes, it was the amount of time spent on that bullshit, and that's what they do with all of these fucking things. Is they're all episodes long, and it's it's like okay, you you can't fairly say Joe that it's a whole episode long. You're right. The episode was sixty minutes, and we'll say even without commercials, we'll just call it sixty minutes, right? Because I know the times are different, right? 40 minutes of my 60 minutes was Rick fever dream shit. 20 minutes of that was other stuff was Maggie and Michonne was Maggie and fucking douchebag was trash lady was fucking whatever. But the rest of it was all fever dream. And that's the fucking problem. So even if it was just fucking Shane. Or I wouldn't mind seeing because the Herschel scene I thought was good too. Or maybe they were in a, together well, in a single scene. Uh, and according to the subtitles, Lori and Abraham are the voices that say, what's your wound? The second voice was identified as woman, but I'm pretty sure it was Beth. So we got Lori, Abraham, and Beth's voice theoretically. Uh, the Herschel scene got me hard, said Lin Lindsay. Me too, just because of seeing Scott Wilson again. It was, uh, it was uh, I had emotional, uh, I, I had my own emotional terrorism to that scene because I, I had emotional connection to Scott Wilson being dead and seeing him acting in the scene uh, post-mortem it's it's whatever you, you fall into that trap sometimes I did like the dead inside the door but it was open but it was shitty when it opened said Dig Taka something is wrong when you know Roseanne isn't coming back but Rick Might says Chalk Boy I love the Shane scene says Dig Taka Brown Sugar says Shane scene was my favorite Santovia says I I have to call it a night. I've been battling a migraine all day. Have a good night. It's awesome to see you, Santovia. Feel better. Headaches suck my ass. Bad Phil. That Shane scene was great because John Barenthal's sexy, sexy voice. Phil, but the flashback is shit. <laughs> I thought it was useless fan service was the reason you watched the show. Uh, the way Shane was excited about Rick took care of the terminal boss was really fucking cool. Shane scene was great. Shane scene was great. Maggie and the douchebag. Okay. So, uh, so let's listen to a few seconds of Scott Wilson. And then we'll skip over this stuff because I don't want to torture Joe too much with this sh with this shit. 
Oh, I guess that's two few seconds of Scott Wilson now. <laughs> As he hears another another voice. And Rick apologizes. Oh, here we go. Look at this. This place. This place. This place is gone. It's beautiful. Something. Okay. Okay, that's enough. I that's I can't I can't deal with any more of that. It looks I, like a stupid fucking CGI painting in the fucking. Oh, it's awful. And the Herschel scene was like the John Wayne movie called The Searchers. Rick Immortal. Uh, you and let's continue. It was weird seeing the door say "Don't open, dead outside." And that was a good date back as well. And I like when he opened that up. Now I see that's the kind of stuff that I kind of like, and Joe doesn't. I like that sort of. Uh, like when you open the door and the dead's inside and you see Sasha and the dead, even though I didn't necessarily like the visual, I didn't like that it was Sasha. I think it could have been served better if it was a different character that had a little bit more of a connection to Rick. And, or if that was where you saw Laurie or that's where you saw Carl or something, I think it might've meant more than it, he sees Volk, uh, says, uh, sees Michael Burnham there. So, uh, we hear another girl's voice and Scott Wilson's in there and we get us there and he doesn't hallucinate Laurie or Carl, but as someone mentioned, he might have heard Laurie's voice. So we get back to him riding, 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 and the horse is getting redder, 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 redder. Then no, it isn't. What was that? No, it isn't. The horse is getting somewhat red. No, it isn't. A little red. No, no. It was barely pink <laughs> at the last scene. Okay. And when it rides off, it's he, fucking You white forgot, Joe, about Rick's slow running blood. You forgot about the slow running blood. It should have been Glenn. D David's, David's right. It should have been Glenn. It should have been Glenn. It should have been Glenn. Yeah, why couldn't they get Glenn? Why wouldn't Glenn come back for that? Anyways, so uh, they're saving him for a Maggie, flat, Maggie episode. What was that? Why wasn't Glenn in yeah, there? Yeah, why wasn't Glenn there? It's a good question. Why, why didn't they ask? Carl. Oh, Laurie. Scheduling conflicts. Scheduling for death. Maybe Maggie's death will surprise us. <laughs> Jason says, plot horse did have a splash of red. <laughs> splash of red. Next thing we do. Okay, so we seize the door. Opens the door. It's the dead outside. And, then, and it pans in. We see a light. Then we see a pile of bodies. Hundreds of thousands of bodies as Rick walks through like a swamp. Next thing we know, Michael Burnham just kind of pops up from the ground randomly and Sasha turns around and it's kind of an awkward scene because again, I don't remember too many scenes of, of the two of them together. So I, a couple times in the prison maybe, but I just don't remember it too well. And, and I, and this is what I said oh, in my man. notes at this point, because I'm, as I've said, I'm more warm with scenes like this than Joe are, but I said, than Joe is, but I said at this point, this was one step too far. I feel like it should have just been Shane and maybe Herschel, like we see Herschel. So then we ha they have a physical conver physical conversation and like Carl and Lori about Carl and Lori and and that Lori telling him it's okay, go be with Michonne. That's your family now. Well, this isn't your family. You need to wake up. So he wakes up, he falls off the horse, and he's bleeding out, or he's not bleeding out. As he sees more walkers, he starts to come, and the, he's he's scared because we see three or four walkers coming towards him, even though he ran away easily from a gigantic horde. And he uh, he's scared. We come back in, he fires their guns, he shoots them. There's more coming, and and this one is about to fall on him, and and he 
well, no, I'm sorry. He hears more coming and more coming at him. Uh, they run over the tents. There's a lot of intensity over the walkers walking over those tents. I mean, they focus, the cameras focus on those tents and the, the walkers are stomping on them as he limps faster than a horde. I thought every scene of him with the hordes were pretty decent, except for at this point in the episode, there's this moment where he starts limping away from the camp after the, the walkers completely uh, stomp all the, the tents and shit and he's like limping away faster than the horde walking after him and it's it's just it made them look really un in, unimposing and a little stupid there but anyways he's almost to the bridge he sees there and all of his friends are there to save the day and take out the horde and i didn't guess this was a dream sequence because it was just as cheesy as the show would actually do so it wasn't unbelievable. Like in a few minutes after this, we see Daryl save Rick with a last minute arrow shot. And it's just as cheesy as the Rick fantasy of the group running in going. Dun, 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 dun. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Why did Rick say this isn't real? And again, like, why did he think it was real all of a sudden? Mm. Oh, we got Jasmine walking dead in the live motherfucking chat. Great to see Jasmine. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, good beer. So, uh, so he sees Michonne. She tells him, "We don't die. We just fade, fade away. No, we don't die. We don't give up." <laughs> he says, "This isn't real." She kisses him and tells him to wake up. And it's a good, not a good fake up because the show is really this cheesy. As we're starting getting to the wrap up at the end of the episode, he is in real life finding a way across the bridge, and he's leading the walkers across it, and he's keep going and and. And it's a nice cinematic shot as he's heading through. He stops and he looks at all the walkers crossing the bridge. And the bridge holds and he's pissed. He's like, I thought I was going to fucking fall. And he kind of just gives himself to die and get bit. You're better engineers and workers than I gave us credit for. You're not a fucking asshole. <laughs> and Daryl. That guy might have been a prick, but he built a good bridge. And Daryl at the last minute shoots him with an arrow to save his ass. And Maggie comes and they're all like, we need to save Rick. And they go to help him. And then it's a weird sort of scene that gets... It's a little convoluted, but whatever. I still think it's kind of cool what happens. They're all trying to get on the bridge to save him, but he's, like, waving them off, and then some dynamite randomly falls out of a bag. Okay. And Rick sees it, and he sneaks around, and he shoots the dynamite and blows up the bridge and himself. And Daryl has unlimited arrows and kind of holds him off, and it's kind of a cool action scene. But Daryl's di uh, but Daryl starts crying as Rick dies, and uh, Daryl gives this really big... Michonne freaks out and is trying to be consoled by Maggie and, and Carol. And they do it all in slow motion, which really is overdone. And I'm sick of it. When they do these horrible, when people are freaking out, everything goes silent. I, I can't do it because I don't want to be quiet on a podcast. But 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 you get the point. So uh, so we see dead. We hear dead body music and Michonne's crying and everyone's crying. And and. Um, He's dead, and Carol comforts people, and Daryl walks off into the woods, and we fade to black, and that's the end of Rick Grimes, of course. He's not coming back after. But wait. But wait. Hold off, everybody. And if you, for it. Wait for it. If you want to buy your Just Another Dumpster t-shirt, you can find the link. You can find the link right below this video because, of course, everybody, Just Another Dumpster. 
And, yup, of course. Janus sees the explosion, listens to the chatter, and hears the chopper coming. Get to the chopper! She sees it, and uh, we see Rick alive running down the river. And apparently, the, ri the river patched up his blood so he didn't bleed out in the river. Because he's still... It's one of those things that happens in some television shows and movies. When someone's injured, they have this big injury, like getting impaled by a, uh, by a bar of metal. <laughs> and ripping it off after and then after that suddenly magically moving on because they get away from that initial harm that problem never they never bleed out anymore it, it heals up apparently rick's been going to the last action hero school of medicinal purposes and rick comes out of the water he's not bleed or he jumped in the same water as aria did <laughs> to be fair to Game of Thrones and uh, the times we've water, yeah, a, that river runs apparently that, that I think we're onto something Joe the water right here is Bravosi water which we all know has special healing powers so Rick does which Valerian water. Yeah, so that compiled with Rick's slow blood slow draining plot armor blood definitely allowed him to survive in a rational way okay so 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 I think we can rationalize this Anyways, yeah, Reservoir Dogs was the worst offender of the bleeding out thing. So many things are fucking bleeding out shit. There was a Mountain Dew commercial after Rick died. There totally is. Uh, okay, so so Jadis says Rick's alive, and she says he's a B. I've never had an A. Okay, so this is what she says here at the end, if anyone's interested in it. She says that she says she had she never had an A, but she does have a B right now. So could it be injured not in i don't know i'm sure we'll find out sooner or, more, or later and i don't care i'm done talking about this episode jadis jadis's uh voice is telling them he's gonna be okay as we flash in and we see uh jadis uh comforting rick and looking at us all face down being like everything's all right everything's gonna be all right you're gonna be okay and then they go out with this fucking cheesy fucking song which i know was at the end of the first episode of the walking dead people were telling me but i don't care it was cheesy then too apparently but i don't know why it didn't work here it didn't work here this seemed awkward to me and that's the end of our episode but first episode in rick's last episode but wait there's more. Oh, wait, it gets worse. No, no, for you it gets better. There's some a time goes on and we see a girl come out and we see that we see uh, that guy from the Goldbergs and then we see uh, we see that all these these four teenagers or twenty year olds are in trouble and their group is about surrounded and then out of nowhere we hear uh, gunshots and we hear a little girl's voice and they come over there and it's Ha, I'm Judith. Judith Grimes and I thought the for the one scene the act the kid actor we you know we're hard on we we make a stance here on the issues program that we're hard on kid actors if they're bad uh it was our one major complaint on Better Call Saul uh a couple of times but we're, we're pretty hard on kid actors I thought this girl was fine she yeah. she she didn't well, bother one line so for her one line but that's a line that could have been really cheesy as she puts the hat on I thought that was all right and then we get Similar to Back to the Future 2 into Back to the Future 3. That's for you, David. Uh, we get a big preview of the next three episodes. Uh, we get on the next three episodes of The Walking Dead. And we get to see that we have an older Carol with the with the hair. We only, from our old characters, we only see Carol, Daryl, and Michonne. We didn't see anybody else. We didn't see Ezekiel. We didn't see Jesus. We didn't see Maggie. We didn't see... Who else is there? We didn't. Oh, we saw the preacher too. We saw. Uh, we saw Gabriel. No, yeah, Gabriel. Oh, and did we see Eugene too with a haircut? 
Yeah, we saw Eugene. With Sans Mullet. And kicking ass. So, Joe, I've, I've hold, held you off for a while, so your lightning might be, or your thunder might be, run out. So you're excited about The Walking Dead moving forward. This end seg- segment and seeing the scenes from the three next episodes filled you with more ex- filled you with a sense of excitement. T- talk a little bit about what you're excited to see coming up. Hopefully, well, I'm excited to see the the Whisper storyline. I'm interested to see how they do that with this with the girl instead of Carl, or if they use Enid, or if they use someone else. Or uh, that kid was awesome, Atari Dad. Um. I'm also excited. I'm just excited to see with this time jump, it gets us away from enough of these crap storylines. Like, here's the thing. It's been five years. If anything is mentioned from the war, aside from like the involvement of Negan. Oh, we saw Negan too in the, in the, in the scenes. Oh, Carmine, Carmine. uh, It's like the walking dead always does. There was some potential for good, but they fucking landed on their ass at the end of it all. They found a way to land on their ass. <laughs> they, fucked they fucked it all up. You you want to be spoiled, Carbine? Uh, you rolled in here. You want to be spoiled. Rick doesn't die. There you go. Sorry. Rick doesn't die. He's, he's saved on a helicopter. He's brought up, He's brought out of a helicopter. I'm an ass. Yep. Yep. They, 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 they dumpster him again, Carbine. This is what happens to Rick. It's just another dumpster, dude. That, that, that's basically what happens. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joe. So you're excited to kind of see moving forward what the show does with with uh, with just kind of a newer cast and kind of just just hitting the ground running and kicking into this whisper storyline and just seeing if this kind of th- being free from this whole era of The Walking Dead can kind of free them up to do some fun shit. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Yep. As usual, I know he doesn't die. I fucking knew it. Nope, they didn't. At the end, they actually, just to re- say that one more time, basically what they did was what I thought was a pretty good ending, a pretty good visual death of the way they killed him. I'll let you watch the episode to see that. And then pretty much t- 10 seconds later in the episode or like a few, the next scene, they they, they, they deballed it by having him float down a river and, and not bleed out. So, uh, as we were mentioning, he, the, the water in that river, Bravosi water. So it does make sense. It does make sense. There, there, there's a, there's a, there's reasons behind that. So we do have a text message in a voicemail. So we'll do both of those. Our text message is from area code 703. Joe and Phil, as usual, I enjoy your podcast more than the episode, but I will miss Rick on the walking dead. He's always the best part. I don't. Mm-hmm. I disagree with Joe that the show could be better moving forward. So, Joe, what do you think about that? Do you think that? Uh, no, no. You think <laughs> you seven oh three? You're wrong. When opinions are wrong, they're just wrong. I mean, what do you say? Your opinion is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> opinions are like assholes, and you're and you're an asshole. No, your opinions are. <laughs> Thank you, John. Great, great message. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, yeah, sure, go for it. Disagree with me. Disagree. I mean, it's not going to get any better. You're absolutely right. The show sucks. Holy it's shit! Awesome. Uh, 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 <laughs> Jason Voorhees. Just another dumpster is stupid. Is Jadis? Is the uh, if you if you take all the uh, take all the initials. <laughs> I'm playing. 
it, it works. Jadis is a uh, anagram for just another dumpster is stupid. Wow. Wow. That that's that's like that season of Better Call Saul when they wrote but the episode titles that Gus is back. That's uh, that's that's just as intelligent. It's great. They do. Uh, I like it. And people say The Walking Dead isn't as isn't as intelligent as Better, as Better Call Saul. I mean, come on. So if I hear one more dumpster joke, uh, Gimple is trying to have it both ways. Rick got killed, but he lives. Uh, Rick Linker's cat. He's both alive and dead at the same time. Jason Voorhees, how did Rick fall into that river? The explosion would have blown him backwards, not forwards. Maybe he bounced off a tree into a river. Uh, Lindsay, he could get the ham radio storyline. I hope they does hook up with Rosita. I don't want to see my baby mama drama. Leaving Rick's fate is like the worst of uh, worse than the worse than dumpster gate. If you ask me, Tori says I'm off to work. See you guys later. Tori. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. Lots of love nine seasons. And he falls off a horse. Like they haven't been riding it for years. I think the biggest thing in that with the horse is that it didn't throw him off for so long. And then ultimately it gets to this point where it throws him off. It's, it's yep. just, it's, it, it suddenly gets scared after it wasn't scared where he, where he rides right next to the horde. he, it's like in Red Dead. He he has he has a bond with his horse by now. It shouldn't be throwing him off at that point. <clears throat> no, why isn't the horse moving a little quicker away from the fucking zombies on its own? Yeah, and no matter what Rick's saying at that point. And why aren't the zombies going for the horse? When they show up at the cabin and they break through the cabin, they go after why? Rick in the house. Why don't they go after the horse? Isn't that meat too? It's meat. It's making noise. It's right there. It's alive. It's alive. I mean, why? Why, Joe? Why aren't we talking about Daredevil tonight? Why, Joe? So. You made me watch this stupid shit instead of, <laughs> instead of more episodes of that on Netflix. No, we will be watching that That's soon. Why, That's well, anyway, There's always tomorrow, Joe. There's always tomorrow. Which, uh, which actually, tomorrow, we'll be talking about Daredevil tomorrow afternoon. So check that out. Uh, two episodes we'll be talking about. Uh, yeah, two two episodes. I'm not sure. I think it's episodes seven and seven. eight. Yeah, episodes seven and eight tomorrow. Uh, in the comic, Eugene hooks up with Rosita. She cheats on him with Sadiq and gets pregnant with Sadiq's baby. If you want context, Phil. Uh, Ken had a bond with that horse. It was Ken's horse. Please call it a plot horse. It has to be called a plot horse. <laughs> Thank you, Jason, for That's awesome. Okay, and we have one voicemail, which I think is from Tim. If anyone wants to get a last-minute voicemail in, now is the time. 781-990-8509. Again, that's 781-990-8509. Then we're going to hit up the live chat for a little bit, and then we're going to talk to Joe for a few seconds about his experience last night, and then we'll call it an evening. So let's get to uh, Tim's message. Lots of love, Tim. Let's get to this. Yeah, all right. So, uh, first off, uh, yeah, quiet and chill. And shut the fuck up, Joe. <laughs> <clears throat> and also, well, I'm really, really disappointed. Yep. I mean, yeah, Rachel, they have died. Yeah. But here we go. I promise it was a promise. When I find myself in trouble, think of your major whispers to me. Whispering words of wisdom, let it be. 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 
Some muddling of fucking words. Motherfucking let it be. Let it be. play a song. Let it hey, be. Hey, being practicing for waking. Let it be. Ken. Good night, Ken. So. <laughs> Who's Ken? Ken. <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna answer that because it's funnier just having you wonder who Ken is. Ken's the little kid that died in the beginning of the season. The the heart of the show, Joe. How can you forget oh, about the Ken? The, the one that went to free the horse? Yeah, and how can you forget about Ken? He let that horse go so he could kill Rick at the end. Fucking Ken. Fucking Ken. Fuck is Ken? You fucking, fuck? you fucking Ken. It's Rolling Rock. Horse. How can you hippies afford PS4 new games? I want to take a poll. Do you prefer zombies who... Gregory <laughs> was this season? Yes. It seems so long ago. It does That's seem so long ago. Dragged such awful fucking. Bullshit. Now this is a poll, a poll from Atari Dad. Do you prefer zombies who eat everything or zombies who only eat human f- flesh? I prefer zombies that eat everything. I think it makes more sense. I don't think it makes sense for a zombie just to eat human flesh. Anything alive. Mm-hmm. Oh, smoke a haunt us in the live motherfucking chat. <laughs> Tom not believing that's really Smokehontas. And ha- I've seen I've uh, met Smokehontas in person and that is uh definitely an image of her. Ken loved the horses. Uh Lindsay says, "I think that's why they're putting the bets on the movie. They know the ratings are going to drop so they're looking into other avenues to make money." Johnny Rico is such a great name. Ken did love that horse. Wondering if the ratings will hit. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if the ratings will be a hit better than when Roseanne left the show. I don't think the ratings of The Walking Dead are going to go up. I think you'll see the best ratings of the season for tonight's episode. And then they'll study out. Yeah, we need to give this. Carmine's right. We need to give the horse a spinoff. The the we need to get no a prequel series between Ken and the horse to show why Ken loved the horse so much and why he thought he needed to go and risk his life to save it. Because he knew that that horse would save Rick's life. He did, or kill Rick, actually. Oh, no, it did save Rick li- Rick's life because it threw him off the horse at the right moment for him to walk down the perfect line to meet up with Jadis to save him and send him into a different universe. It's amazing. Yep, the, the Rolling Rock is the, uh, is the bare choice of the angry video game nerd. Let me take you back to the past, tell you about the... The Walking Dead that sucks ass. I'd rather <laughs> take a diarrhea dump on his ear. Joe would rather take a diarrhea dump on his ear than watch another episode of the Rick Grimes era of The Walking Dead. It's true. Uh, <laughs> the plot horse. I'm in. I'm in with the plot horse. Oh, I think we have another text message, Joe. Another text message. Oh, from, from 703. <laughs> Joe can call me an idiot anytime. I, I, would, I would pay to have Joe roast me, says Harry Cut 703. So okay, that, that's a lot, lots of love from your from your response, telling them they're an idiot. There, Joe. That's they 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 want they want the truth. Opinion. What was that? I said I didn't say them. I, I think it was just their opinion. Okay, no, no, and I I know I know you you weren't personally telling them they were an idiot. You were saying their opinion was idiotic. Oh, and the Walking David left the voicemail too. I haven't I haven't. But at least it shows they got some critical thinking skills. <laughs> I have not got your voicemail, David. Let me refresh the page. Hopefully, I'll get it then. Hopefully, I'll, oh, there it is. I got it. I got the David voicemail. Let me play this fucking shit. Play this fucking shit. Well, we got a voicemail from David, and uh, left him a little, a little long. So give it a minute. To, oh, so give it a minute to play. Plot Horse. That would be an amazing show. Should I name my new band Plot Horse? 
We, we're looking for we're looking for a name. Is Plot Horse a good name for a band? No, that, it would only, it would only make sense to Walking Dead fans. And horse plots. Horse plots. That's a, that that's a whole different kind of meaning, Joe. Trots. Horse trots. Hot to trot. Do you remember the movie Hot to Trot? Is it a porn? No, 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 no. That's hot to plops. No, hot to trot is a movie with uh, with uh, John Candy's voice in Bobcat Goldwaith, where he plays a business ma- or a, a guy down on his luck, and he he gets a horse left to him, but the horse talks, and he ends up somehow helping him. I, I barely remember the movie. Somehow helping him move into this expensive apartment complex, and there's a scene where John Candy has a horse invites all these animals up to the house you know remember that movie hot to trot and they enter a horse race at the end and of course they win it's a it's like the classic 80s early 90s movie called hot to trot banking on the fame that bobcat got off off police academy too <laughs> no no does anyone remember that movie or am i making it up in my fucking head I will say I'm, uh, Red Team or Carmine says, I will say I'm super interested in Rick's daughter and Negan having a dynamic. That's kind of what Joe was saying, too. He's excited about the, or not the Negan aspect of that, but the Rick's daughter and seeing where that goes. Negan being her mentor, and she melts his heart to make him change, kind of like The Last of Us. What do you think about that, Joe, being a Last of Us fan? Could you see a, a Last of Us thing with Negan and little Judith? No. Compare it, that's that wouldn't even be close. Joel was never a Negan. That your hate of Negan's blocking it, right? Well, no, Joel was Joel was closed. He wasn't. It was completely different. It's a completely different character. I don't see it. I don't see the. Uh, or maybe an old man Logan thing. I could definitely see the old man Logan thing more. Where well, again, it, that's more of a Joel thing. That's more of. Last of Us. Old Man Logan is more of Last of Us than fucking. Uh, fucking. There's a big difference between Wolverine's personality and Negan's personality. Negan's fucking character transformation is. <laughs> Joe. Joe's at a loss for words. We're talking First about. In history, like. I don't know. This never mind. Just I don't even. I can't even put it in words. How just that's not even like a. <laughs> Joe, so uh, it's Negan and Carl. Like in the comics, says uh, Lindsay. Uh, Negan is so, but JDM is amazing. Don't you dare, Chalk Boy was uh, Chalk Boy Old Man Tara. We need an Old Man Tara thing for for David. Hot to trot the ballad of the plot horse non-existent uh it's negan the carl or maybe old man logan i will say this if if i didn't get to say all i wanted to say i just talk about things i liked at the walk oh talking about the message uh me too red negan being her mentor could melt it it could be interesting joel did some bad things in his past as atari dad if you remember joe he mentioned how he could he mentioned how he could use used to do the same thing as those people who tried to kill them in that city no, 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 no. He said he's been on both sides of traps like that. Not that he had been doing the same thing as those people in the city. Um, he says he's done bad things, and that's subjective. Okay? Bad things to survive, bad things to make money, bad things for what? How, what are the bad things you consider? Is killing still bad in the apocalypse of any type? Like, we never get a sense and we never see Joel commit any kind of 
atrocities <coughs> of that nature. Uh, the, he doesn't speak like Negan. King Petty, so. King Petty says, The Walking Dead is back. This season's been great. To think I was close to stop watching the show. Okay, fine. Call the new show Ken in the Plot Horse. I feel you, Joe. I feel you. Let's read some tweets we got from Jake. Do you just hate, hate your life talking about us having to watch the show? We're talking about us talking about the show. I think that's a good tweet right there. Check out this. Uh, Blow me. This was awful, says Jimmy Olsen Blues. Jimmy Olsen says, this was fucking awful writing. This was fucking awful writing. This was fucking awful writing. Awful writing. Awful writing. Maggie pushed out as well. Uh, so Jimmy Olsen Blues did not did not love this episode, but we love, but we love Jimmy Olsen Blues. Ken and the Plot Horse, a buddy comedy. Again, that might be a good name for my band. King Petty, awesome. I am glad. I know. I do know some people are feeling The Walking Dead is back this season. I'm excited that you are feeling it, and I can't. I'm looking forward to the final three episodes to see where they go after Rick dies. But uh, this episode did leave me a little disappointed at the conclusion of it. If they killed Rick off or left it a little bit more. A little bit more ambiguity to it. I think I would have liked it a little bit better. I think by obviously making us see that he's alive at the end there, I think they took away a little. Again, they did something that they've done several times to, for me. Devalued a big kill that they could make. In a, yeah. in that what I thought could have been a good or was a good scene in the well, way they he are went. completely devalued it anyway. Three episodes left. Two episodes left. See his final episode. Don't miss it this season. They had already devalued the shit out of it. Just like they devalued the shit out of fucking Glenn's death and Abraham's death by making us wait six months and mourn all the characters that were on their knees. We had already mourned them all, mourned all their deaths, gone through it individually, each one by one by one to decide how we were going to feel if that wasn't the one that made, if that was the one that got killed. Like, so those two deaths, they devalued Rick's death. They devalue all the big deaths. Like, like they even devalued Sasha's death by having her kill herself in the fucking coffin, which didn't help. Like was a distraction for five seconds and didn't accomplish anything. Dick, uh, Joe, let's get into the Walking David's message here and let's listen to this. Everyone, here we go, Mister Walking David. And uh, quickly before, let's take a couple last comments here. Uh, before death wasn't devalued. Herschel's death wasn't devalued. Beheaded that motherfucker. Laurie's death wasn't devalued. Fucking ate that child motherfucker. Had yeah. to kill her. The yeah. baby ate its way out, and the and the child had to put the mother's body down. Are you kidding me? Shane's death wasn't fucking squandered. His best friend killed him, and then his best friend's kid killed his dead fucking body. Like, are you kidding me? All the deaths leading up to it, not devalued. Like all the early deaths, those weren't devalued. Even Andrea's death wasn't devalued. King Petty says, I didn't like the open ending, but I figured they would do that. How many times time skips have we had three so far? Yeah, what if Jadis was like, well, I have someone for you and cut it right there. King Petty says, I just couldn't see them announcing it the way they did and killing him. I knew it would be open-ended. I tend to agree with you, King Petty. I thought it was too obvious that they were saying they were killing. We, we, I think we talked a little bit about that, as Joe, Joe was saying on they last never week. Said they, they never said dying. They said his last episodes. Correct. Atari Dad, you didn't see who she was talking to. Atari Dad, good call. I'm going to keep watching it just because I ain't no quitter, says Tom himself. Johnny Rico, I'm done with this show now. Just let me know when Rick comes back, and that's all I have to watch from now. Z Nation for my zombie fix. Kattegat says, so Heath will never, ever come back. Let me guess The Walking Dead hated this episode. No worry. Had no value, Joe, says Tim. Atari Dad says, I was just thinking about Michonne still using the same weapon that killed Herschel. So now let's listen to David's message now that we're caught up in the chat. 
and let's do it. Laurie had hey, no Bill. Hey, Joe. What's up, motherfucking chat? Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you didn't, uh, tough noogies. It is what it is. Move on. Uh, my initial reaction was I give this episode an 8 to an 8.5 out of 10. And a strong 8.5. Let him finish, Joe. Home some nine. Now, why is that? I'm glad you asked. Let him finish, Joe. Andrew Lincoln has always killed it on this show, regardless of the words written for his character. I love the Shane scene and the fact that Scott Wilson recently passed only helped give his scene more gravitas. The green screen issues were hardly a fake deer that was trying to pass for an actual deer like in Season 7. These were hallucinations, so for me, that just justifies them looking fake, almost like you step into a picture of your own mind. Now, John Bernthal made his return memorable, as did Mr. Wilson. The Megan scene was good, but as we all know, the tension was stretched for so long that it had oh, the tensile strength of a cobweb the by the time we got to it. And to wrap it up, I like the song that the episode ended on, which was the same song that ended the pilot. The show has a lot of potential. I think we can all agree that Angela Kang has done her best to steer this white horse away from the cliff that nearly leaped over. That's all for now. Love you guys. Bye-bye. So, Joe, would you have any responses to what The Walking David yeah, said? To all of it. Who was that? Okay. So that was David. Walking David. That was The Walking David? David. Come on. Are you kidding me? Andrew Lincoln has always killed it. His brooding fucking pout face. All right. Okay. I might be able to give you that. Berenthal was not... What was memorable about that? Oh, your kid is mine. I like french fries. Are you kidding me? The scenes served no purpose and got us nowhere. The only reason why anybody's creaming over fucking Herschel being seen again is because the man just fucking died. Rest that in was peace. Fucking, that was right. That's that's a that's a that's not that's barely even a fucking tribute. That's more of of uh, of uh, why fucking beating you or something. I can't think of like the right term. While you're waiting, I just want to say one thing. I did get you wrong. Yeah, what if Jadis, it would have been good if they stopped on Jadis as way to have someone for you and cut right there. I, I agree with that. So uh, go, to go back what you were responding to, David. Yeah, uh, the, uh, the, uh, oh, sorry. I, I messed, with, I messed with your fuel. Let's, 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 we can listen back to what David said. Let's, let's listen back. Hey, Phil. Hey, Joe. What's up, motherfucking chat? Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you didn't, uh, tough noogies. That's to you, Joe. It is what yeah, it is. Tough, tough noogies. Uh, <laughs> tough noogies. My initial reaction was I give this episode an 8 to an 8.5 out of 10. That's even harder. And a strong 8.5 <laughs> out, out of 10. Almost a 9. Now, why not, is that? I'm glad you asked. Andrew Lincoln has always killed it on this show, regardless of the words written for his character. I love the Shane scene and the fact that Scott Wilson recently passed only helped give his scene more gravitas. Right. That's that's pandering right there. That's pandering. That's the only reason why he was brought back for this fucking this scene. And that's probably where they got the idea to bring Shane back and Sasha back was like, oh, he just died. Why don't we do this? Why don't we give it's a way to get Herschel back and, and pander to our fucking audience? Yes. Andrew Lincoln is a good actor in spite of the crap. Oh, call in again, David. Call in again. I can give you that. Give me one second, David. Andrew Lincoln surpasses the shit that has been written for him on this show. Yes, you are right. I will also give you the fact that... David, call in. Call in. I will dismiss the green screen shit as being bad because he is in a fever state. That being said, everything that happens in the fever state means fucking nothing and it's all a big bunch of your wasted fucking time because you already know that he has spent nine seasons 
fighting for his life, fighting for his family, fighting to get back to them every time he has left them. We know that is his character. We do not need four dead people that have been gone for seasons on end telling us this again. This is bullshit. This is this doesn't make sense. You didn't know this is some big surprise to David that that he loves his fucking family and wants to see them again. What do you think about that recording of David? Uh well I definitely think that you can tell that I'm reading notes. <laughs> so, um, Should we listen back I'll, with you I'll, here? <laughs> what was that? What'd you say? Oh, no, I was going to pl- start playing. Green screen issues were hardly a fake deer that was trying to pass for an actual deer like in season seven. There you go. So, so welcome to the yeah, show. Okay. In, in regards to that, my only issue is that when I joined the live stream, all I saw people shitting on was the green screen thing, and that's like... There's plenty other things in the episode to shit on with more value. <laughs> like, oh, the, the background didn't look good. It's like, shut the fuck up. And John Bernthal's hair wasn't as dewy this episode either. So, you know, it's, you know there's other things to bitch about. No, but I, I, I'll definitely I will say, I once I heard myself say that I gave it an 8.5 out of 10, <laughs> that is my initial reaction. I haven't had days to think about this. It's one of those things that as you take it apart, you'll start to go like, okay, well, maybe it's a seven, it's a six or whatever. Um, but uh, I don't know. I really want to ramp back with Joe. I don't know. I forgot what Joe said already. <laughs> it's tough. It is. Yeah, it's tough to keep, tough to keep track on it. But uh, but you enjoy. You guys were talking about or you enjoyed the flashback stuff with with Shane and Scott Wilson, I think, a lot more than Joe did. And uh, what what? Stuff is just bad to me. Well, not the part where where Shane's like, you mean you're taking care of my daughter, right? Like that part was stupid. Okay, I can even admit that. I liked seeing Shane again after yes. all this time. That part I liked. I also liked him saying that that part of Shane that was like, you need to survive, um, has stayed with Rick this entire time, and I like that he was kind of because keep in mind it's all in his own head, so it's just introspection. You know, Shane is just like a part of his psyche. You know what I mean? So um, I just thought that that was an interesting way to share what the character is feeling and thinking by having people come back from his past. Um, But, uh, yeah, I agree. The part where he's bitching about his daughter and them eating french fries, I could have (laughs) done without that. Joe, you look like you're about to take a shit. It's, yeah, I'm having some pain. It's one thing to be happy <laughs> to see John Berenthal again. It's another thing to be happy to see Shane again. And if I want to see John Berenthal again, I will go seek out his new works. I do not need to see John Berenthal on The Walking Dead again. Said goodbye to that character. That character is dead. That character is gone. I know how Rick felt about him. I know how Rick feels about his life. And I don't need that character or any other character that's gone and off the show to help me figure out what Rick is feeling or thinking right now. I've had nine seasons of Rick that they have made it abundantly clear how his character and what his character is going to feel. That being said, like I said, I love seeing John Barenthal. And if I want to see more John Barenthal, I'll go watch The Punisher because that shit's fucking awesome. I'll go watch that movie again that I told you about (laughs) with Tom Holland and him playing... uh, fucking monks in the 1700s or some shit 1500s or some shit so i just want to jump uh, john barenthal shit to watch 
I don't need him back on The Walking Dead. I want to jump in the live chat for a quick second. Uh, Carbine says, Joe is also upset that there's still a throne in Game of Thrones. Fill a name of the culture. <laughs> is, isn't Sasha on a spaceship somewhere? Yeah, we need the call in line. The call in line is open now. At least we can only have one caller at a time, unfortunately. But 781-990-8509, I enabled the call in. Uh, I... I switched it on. Fuck it. It's time to hear that sound again. I missed that sound. We had to get David in Harrison to defend himself a little bit since we were we we're picking apart his message like like we're doing AM radio there. We were, we were like, oh, dude, that was the, the worst part was when you're like, let's listen to it again. That was like the fucking worst. I know. Uh, I know. I, I, I was like, I could see Joe's eyes roll back in his skull. And I was like, oh, fuck. He's just going to like half fuck me. I know. Uh, that's why. That's why I stopped. I only got through half of it. Then I started to feel bad. I'm like, oh no, I gotta call it. I gotta let David call in. What a setup. Yeah, that's that's not that's not. I could do. I could do that to you. Uh, we got TS is on David's side. This show should be uh, should get they'll give The Walking Dead bigger budget. And I think that's what only what people are more saying about the green screen stuff. Uh, that with the budget that The Walking Dead has, that maybe it shouldn't be noticeable. But I, but that's tough to do with a t- on a television show budget, no matter what. Anytime they have a, a a show that's gonna have a lot of zombies in it, <clears throat> where they need a big horde and a big crowd of people to be in makeup and to be in costume, that's gonna cost a lot of money and a lot of time. To me, that's the bad relationship stuff. That's where you're if you're in a bad relationship towards the end and you're really edgy and picky on everything your significant other does. You yell at them, what you, what you, what you're putting your glass down on the table for that? That fucking sucks. You're, you, and so some people, The Walking Dead's at this point, and if we were into the show and really crazy, you're, you're more forgiving of green screen stuff. You're like, yeah, the green screen was down. I don't give a fuck about that. But if you're, if you're not feeling something, you start picking in on that stuff more. That is the nitpicky kind of aspect of it. But it was obvious, what? but it doesn't take away from the quality of a, a script or a scene. If a scene, and if, if the thing works, Works. It works regardless of that, but if uh, if there are people having problems with the end result, it's easy to go back and go, yeah, that looked like shit. Well, and here's an honest admission is I went into this episode, A, I mean, I had had tons of spoilers and behind-the-scenes pictures I didn't want leaked and the death stuff for his leaving ruined months ago. But uh, I went into this episode trying to clear my mind of all that stuff and wanting to like it because I love that character so much and I respect Andrew Lincoln so much that I wanted him to have a good send-off if, in fact, he was going to die. I didn't know if he was or not. I didn't know if he was going to live or not. I mean, every, you know, nitwit on fucking YouTube was just like, oh, where's the end for fucking Rick Grimes (laughs) here on 999 Gaming and Make a Path Presents, we're going to fucking talk about how Rick Grimes is dead, everybody. He's already gone. You know, like, everybody's, you know, trying to kind of – everybody contributed to detracting from the impact of that episode. Yeah. yeah. And I feel it's like we all came in with, like, a fresh perspective when we didn't know any of that shit was going to happen. Bad green screen or not, if you didn't know Shane was coming back or not or Scott Wilson, people would have liked it. And David, um, David, that you're a hundred percent on that one. Like, and I, we talked about that a lot going into that when we had we had you on last week. It's David. It, this is for you. And Joe's taking a shot for you. Oh, uh, thanks, buddy. Him Katie and Katie are taking a shot to David. I got a beer with me, so I'll take a sip with you. A uh, sip as well. And uh, and yeah, it's it. It all would have been great if they could have kept a lot of this on the hush hush and didn't didn't tip their hat to their hand on what was about to happen. And then we could actually actually experience it 
in a natural way in the way that theater essentially is about is supposed to be taken by surprise and not knowing what the fuck's going to happen not AMC doing this silly countdown which makes it hard to assess it properly <laughs> with the first time you watch it cuz you just know it's coming and you're like ah is it going to what's going to happen how's it going to happen how's it going to disappoint me how's it going to do this how is it or in your case how's it going to I'm you know I'm going to be disappointed what the fuck and it can kind of surprise you and be all right and I generally like this episode more, more I definitely liked it more than Joe uh but I don't like the everybody I, did everyone did Everyone liked it more than Joe, but I don't like how it concluded. There was a lot about this episode I did like. Okay. Oh, that's another thing. Thank you for saying that because that ending part made me want to punch myself in the dick. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, here's the, the thing. I know the, uh... that they, Georgie gave that book of like medieval achievement, but the first thing I thought is like, I didn't know that in medieval times in the center of Europe, they were making katanas for children. Uh, you know, so that they could have a little katana. It's like, don't you have to fold that like a thousand times and only people in Japan know how to do it. And now she has a little sword and she's got like Carl's gun and Rick's hat. Where the fuck did Rick's hat come from all of a sudden? I'm surprised she wasn't like wearing a badge and, like his shirt that. from the first episode with King County. They made some adjustments. Uh, you, Eugene, Eugene cut the mullet and he's also figured out how to do spatial realignments. There, there, there's some shit going on. That shrank. <laughs> David, it's always awesome to talk to you. One of these weeks, next time we have Joe back, maybe we'll get all three of us together and get you on a stream. That'll be fun. So, David, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. Have Lo a good one. Love you, buddy. So that's the walking motherfucking David. Uh, next week, the next couple weeks are going to be hairy, but we'll see. But when we get Joe back in a couple <laughs> When we get Joe back in a couple of weeks, we'll try to get David and Joe in on the whole show together. That I think that'd be a lot of fun. And we'll get David in on here to talk about this new season of The Walking Dead. Let's take some live motherfucking chat. If anyone else wants to call in, uh, we'll take a few more calls for a few more minutes here at 781-990-8509. Phone line is open again, 781-990-8509. Josh Smith, you have the dead body Sasha screen barn scene. That's what I'm talking about, not the zombie scenes, I mean. Uh, God undo that. I don't really care whether Rick dies or not, but you know Rick isn't just going to exile himself and leave Michonne. Tired Dad says, we didn't actually see what kind of sword she had. Doubt it's a Japanese sword, but maybe it is. They found it in the museum. Big Kev, the Walking Dead is smoking meth. Spin the wheel for Big fucking Kev. Back so to the Smithsonian. It's had five years to go back to the Smithsonian. Sorry, I don't buy it. Everybody drink. Oh, Big Kev, you got an everybody drink, which is awesome. Everyone, if whatever you're drinking, hold it up. Take a motherfucking drink in. Take a sip. Holy shit. You guys are fucking amazing. Your super chatters are incredible tonight. Big Kev, you're awesome, buddy. Mm -mm. Now the question. I'm about to end the show. Do I open my one last beer or do I uh... – Open your last beer. Open my last beer. Is the game over, Joe, or is the game still going? Uh, game's long, over 30. 31 to 17. Okay, good. So I don't mind keeping you here. Joe, last night you and the Miss Crow uh, with a crow on your shoulder went to a special thing last night. P feel free, everyone, to keep asking Walking Dead questions or call on in if you want. Uh, Joe, why don't you tell a little bit as I run to get my other beer. Why don't you tell a little bit about what you did last What you did last night, Joe? Yeah, Katie bought us for my birthday, which was uh, like a week ago. She bought us tickets to go see in a... a Hundred-year-old movie theater, um, *The Princess Bride*, and it. After the show was a question-answer session with Carrie Ewells, Elways, Elvis, 
Elise. Whatever the fuck his name is. And it was fucking great time. There's people dressed up in costume. Everybody was so repeating all the lines of the movie. So was, was he out. was he dressed as the Dread Pirate Roberts? You showed me a picture. Was he oh, was you couldn't see him? I know. I was so far back. In the oh house. no, that's okay because the the image you showed me, one of them had someone dressed as the Dread Pirate Roberts. So I'm like, is that him? Like I, I'm choosing to believe that was him that he dressed in character. Other people dressed up as okay. uh, our four main heroes. Nice. Was it was was there Andre rep representation? Andre's in that clip that I showed you. You'll see him. Okay, I didn't get a chance to watch it too much, though. Uh, the, the, nothing special in any of those clips, unfortunately. I couldn't, didn't get. I was just so excited to be there. Oh yeah, no. When you're when you're in that situation, it's the best we ever made. It's the best movie of all time. It's got everything. It's comedy, drama, action, adventure, fantasy, giants, fucking Peter Falk, fucking Savage. The Savage. The, I mean, Fred Savage in his, in in Fred Savage Prime. He he's an underrated factor in that movie. Got R-O-U-S's. Rodents. Yep, yep. And Billy Crystal. So it was, so was it I, – and I, I walked away while you were talking about it. So it was watching the movie and then he did discussion afterwards? You're in pain, Joe. Joe, you look, Joe, you look in a lot of pain. Joyce Cole Haywick uh, was there. Shit her pants? She shit her pants. She was so excited to see Carrie Gould. Elways, she shit her motherfucking. Pants. Did, should, should we tell? Should we tell the Joyce Cole Haywick story? Or uh, did you remember that? Okay, uh, at back in the nineties, early two thousands, uh, there is a news reporter in the Boston area named Joyce. Okay, Joyce Cole Haywick, and she's uh, was was famous for just being like Joyce Cole Haywick says. Blah, 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 blah. So when my band first got started, this band called Frightening Dick Theater. Uh, we didn't have any press. We had a new record thing that we were trying to promote, and we didn't know how to promote ourselves. We didn't know dick. So we made up this fake press release where it was, Entertainment Weekly says, best band of the year. It was like all random comments. And then we just, and then I said, why don't we say Joyce, Joyce Kalehwick shit her pants? So we put Joyce Kalehwick shit her pants. And we we went out we called around we sent that out to like a hundred agents and like booking people in the area, and or like all over. And then we made phone calls like, hey, how's it going? To follow up on it, and I called somebody and we we called someone. It was this uh, company called uh, Don Law. I called and I got this guy on the phone and he's like, oh, you're from Frightened Dick Theater? And he started the conversation like, are you from Frightened Dick Theater? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm from he's, And he goes, I know Joyce Kilhaywick. She's a friend. And she's very upset with that press release and then thinking about uh, pressing charges. It was this whole thing. And she, she considered pressing charges on us, but she chose not to, which is probably someone advised her that would just give us press. We were like praying she sued us. We were like, Joyce Kilhaywick, please sue us. Fucking please. So our our quote was Joyce Cole Haywick shitter pants. It's fucking great. <laughs> Did you hear that Fred Savage is reprising his role from The Prince's Bride in the PG thirteen cut of Deadpool? That would be amazing. I have not seen that. I remember in Okinawa when in Japanese occupied they banned all knives, which made Okinawans develop one of the deadliest martial arts known to man. I know there's a type of bird called the booby, but don't get it confused. Booby. Sorry, Carmine says, didn't know you didn't know if you guys discussed it, but are they going to explore Rick's exit in three uh, AMC movies? We did talk about it a little bit. I'm actually excited about that to see where they go with those movies because 
Carmine, I think you said this, and I agree with you, and I've been saying it for years too. <clears throat> I think The Walking Dead would work really well in an anthology kind of series, and I think those little one-off miniseries movies are the closest we're going to get to it, or AMC one-off movies and seeing taking certain characters. We joked about getting an Abraham Mother Dick prequel series. I think those kind of things is where The Walking Dead could get great again. I don't think it's within the main series with these characters, which is, I guess, why they decided to reset the deck. They felt like they were too far down the shit sandwich that they couldn't go back down that other end. Bam, bam. A person's sex doesn't matter. A new person is the person that can help you survive. I love getting to chat with you and Joe over the phone, buddy. That's a fun dynamic for you. It's awesome, David. I love being able to get the phone lines back up and running. I'm going to get the Q line thing back going for Game of Thrones but at least have this phone line open from now on. Basically, the blah, 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 blah. <laughs> too much information. The wire that I was using that connects the, the phone line to the, tel to, the, to the computer to be able to take calls or to actually take calls and have you guys be able to hear us was having a different function via the cable box. But since we're moving in two weeks, the, the cable has been taken out, and so we're in a cableless house right now. And we've cut. We've officially cut the cord. Had the satellite things removed. Are in a dark, a dark. Uh, uh, all things are shut off right now and stealing shit for the most part until we move and and set everything up again. So now I've taken that wire and put it in there. But I'm in the next two weeks or so. I'm going to start packing. And as I've mentioned before, some of the last couple of streams at the end of this month will probably just be uh, from my phone, considering. Uh, the uh, the whole studio will be packed up, but I will uh, I will get things set up as quickly as fucking possible. The only thing it's going to interfere with a little bit is Vikings, but we'll find a way to get that started. Just unpack while you move. I you move a box, you unpack a box. You pack a box, you move a box, you unpack a box. Yeah, I I need you to come in there and be my and be my leader. Cadigus is oh, where where did Joe go? Uh, he he went to go sharpen his whips. Joe had extreme gas pains and a touch of diarrhea. <laughs> Lindsay, if you want to call, definitely call in 781-990-08509. Love to talk hear your thoughts. Joe's diarrhea. You can talk about Joe's diarrhea. Uh, what time is it? 1226. We'll probably be on for another five or ten minutes. But if anyone wants to kick some. The tequila was made with real Mexican water. <laughs> it's going right through Joe. We cannot control Joe's ass. <laughs> it's on fire. But if I anyone... got an A and a B. <laughs> In a way, this is a, a part of a series finale of The Walking Dead. I know what you're saying, Joe, that the, the show became about more than Rick. But in a sense, a part – the main show is gone. This is the main oh, characters – the main characters off the show. When a main character leaves a show, the show essentially is over, even if it is an ensemble cast. See, but here's the thing. They failed miserably at making it a show about Rick. It's a show about nothing now. It's, it's like Seinfeld. Well, it's a show it, about it never was a show about Rick. As much as they tried and as much as they wanted it to be, you know, the Rick show – they just never quite managed to do it. It never was all about Rick. Right? Like They went away from it. There there was times where he wasn't on it from for a long time. Oh, holy shit, we've got a caller coming in. I think we've got Lindsay. Lindsay, welcome to the show. Please Hey, hey. <laughs> it is your show. Take take over, Lindsay. What are your thoughts on this episode or what questions or comments? You can, it's your show for a while. Take over the show. 
Oh my God. Um, I don't even know what to say. I, I really enjoyed the episode at the very beginning and then they had to end it like that. And this, I'm so frustrated by that because that's by all the leaves, fever dream shit. Yes. Well, it just leaves his, that, that leaves what Rick went through completely pointless. Yeah. Because it's pointless to begin with. It's a fever dream. It's a dream. <laughs> no, Joe hates dream. You you got to take into account with this that Joe thinks the whole episode is crap because he can't deal with any dream sequences ever. And this, they're all the fucking same. I, you have seen one in the eighties. You have seen one. <laughs> everyone. It's hard to argue with you because you're right, but it doesn't mean some repetition. I don't mind. Some some devices are okay. Everyone has no. their own. De- Everyone has oh. their own devices that t- that snuffle up their upagus. This one doesn't particularly bother me because I like the surrealness, theater of absurdity, of dream. It's some originality. That's it's, it. That's, that's it. tough. You're Don't. asking for originality on the ninth season of the fucking Walking Dead. Yeah. What are you asking yeah. for? You want you want you me to turn? Uh, you want me you to turn? Uh, talented, educated writer. You want me to cure chicken pox, Joe? What, what the fuck? It's, it's a fantasy show. Do something new. Magic. You want a wizard to fucking do it? I'm sorry, Lindsay. Dude, we're, 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 yeah. I'd rather. I'd no, rather no, see it's all good. Chris Angel I just, show I up and fucking magic some fucking So. Oh my goodness, Joe! Jesus, but, but where? But 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 okay. So you like the episode, Joe? No, but I I tend to yeah, I tend Lindsay. To, Lindsay. Uh, VFW Warlord says five dollar super chat donation does not give a crap. Does not want me to spin the wheel. Just wants us to drink. Get drunk, assholes. So uh, so, uh, fuck you and your rules. I'm drinking. Well, it's like I did enjoy a lot of the scenes, I will admit. And, yeah, I think Joe's right in that they are kind of pandering. They are putting in that fan service. And, um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. It did kind of tug on my my feels a bit. You know, I did kind of tear up at – at you know the scene with Herschel. And, honestly, I thought JDM actually did a pretty good job with with Negan in this – the scene with Maggie. I'm. You know. s- I would go as far to say, and I know jo- I can see Joe's eyes starting to roll into his head as I'm <laughs> going to say this. I I'll go as far to say I like Negan this season. I think he's been one of the highlights of this season. Every time he shows up, I generally like his performance a little bit. It's no- the same fucking. <laughs> shit. It's a little bit more reserved, dude. It's a little bit more reserved. You fucking, you fucking close-minded prick. It's a little bit. Stop! 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 Wait. Let me Aside say what from the head bashing. <laughs> and the crying on the floor, it has been the same exact shit from him. It's a little bit more period. reserved. No, you don't think it's a little no, more reserved? Not more reserved. Not more reserved. It's a little the less cartoonish. Ah, what are you talking about, Maggie? You mean when I bashed your fucking? He's not saying cocky, dookie, locky. Oh, and then I got yeah, down okay, well, with him, you and I him actually fucking brain on his back. Right in front of you. Oh yeah. <laughs> One like second, that, Lindsay. I'm sorry. Oh, please kill me. Did that? Did you feel bad enough? Kill me? Are you kidding me? It's the same shit that's come out of his mouth every fucking episode since he was first 
fucking introduced, minus the bashing his own fucking head oh in, God. and the crying and pleading to be killed. Those are the only oh two fucking God. new things out of that man's fucking mouth. Everything else goes back to the 20 fucking hours of that man's stupid fucking speeches that you already fucking listened to. Don't tell me he's a highlight of any fucking season, of any fucking episode, of any fucking show. I think Joe needs another sandwich. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think, I don't think we can argue with that. So, uh, oh my goodness. No, that is fine. That's perfect. Let's go in the live chat for a second. That was what I was thinking. Jeffrey D. Morgan saved the show. I, uh, God says, I agree with Joe that the show is a bad reputation using cheap gimmicks. The dream sequences is damning and unwelcoming. It's been a year and a half. We've, we've been hoping for this Joe rant for a while. The Joe rant has begun since Johnny Rico smoke a hot. This is die. The hound did the same thing to be killed. So, uh, people, people in the live chat love it that one. But I agree. I agree, Lindsay. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I, let's make Joe matter. <laughs> let's let's find a way to let's find a way to make Joe matter. I I generally not no kidding aside. I've kind of like Negan this. Season. I found him a little bit more reserved, Joe. I do. He's actually yeah. tolerable in this episode. I think. Sorry, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Tolerable. <laughs> it's only because of the short amount of time he's actually on screen for tolerable joe if, <laughs> if you if you need if you need to think about it just li just listen yeah. all right just so, listen to uh, tim sing cellophane trouble things tokyo <laughs> major whispers to me Whispering words of will sound very <laughs> just let it be joe <laughs> <laughs> just, just let it fucking be. Don't, don't, don't do that. Thank I you. I just gotta wake up. Yeah, <laughs> Joe, you need to wake up. Wake you need to. Wake up. You're very tired. But, uh, but everyone, make sure you check out. You can see Lindsay in the live motherfucking chat. But make sure you check out Lindsay's channel. She does oh, yeah. Walking Dead content as well. Lindsay, I hope, I hope you call in many times. Do you have it? Do you have any other last, uh, last comments about the Rick Grimes final farewell <laughs> episode? Uh, but, it, but if not, we hope you call in more this season. Yeah, she'll be All I can network. say is, is that if they would have ended with Rick actually dying and not going through with the time jump until maybe a couple episodes later, I think I would have appreciated the episode a lot more. Yeah, and I, yep. I you, you and I have talked about this back and forth in the chat, and uh, a couple of other people have talked about this too. And my biggest note, I guess, about the season of The Walking Dead is the wasted potential thing of it. I feel like they, I feel like there is within parts of all of these episodes, for me, anyways. Besides, take the dream aspect aspect out of it, Joe. That you that you just you you can't help but shit on it because it's just not something you like at all. It's it's I feel like there's elements in each one of these episodes that would be good, but that could be good, but they pretty much shoot themselves yeah. in the foot in every chance that they can have. Yep. And this is another example. Take the dream shit aside, just viewing it as the dream stuff in a smaller dosage and with some better conclusions yeah. to the highlight points. And you could have had something, but instead you just have a juicy turd. And and I'm, I don't like that. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so uh, not to mention the stupid convoluted dialogue that's been occurring throughout. It, like, can you do figure out what you George want to do? George Lucas with some has been writing the dialogue, yeah, and it gets even worse when you do it in dream sequences because it gives you an excuse to do it do it worse, and then you Boy, irritate people like Joe, and Joe's face turns into this, and it, it gets crazy. And, 
He gets a crazy look at his face. But uh, Lindsay, thank you so much for calling on, and we definitely hope you call back again soon. Oh, thank you for allowing me to call in and hope to talk to you guys later. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Great great to talk to Lindsay there finally. It was written by Gimple, enough said. Uh, we got John Lennon Jr. We got Tim Tim Gersh in the live motherfucking chat is our singer for that song right there. See, see, Joe, I could go on forever, but I should probably, we should probably start to wrap things up. And uh, as I mentioned, Joe and I will be on tomorrow afternoon to talk some Daredevil. So if anyone's around uh I'm either tomorrow afternoon or in the morning. We'll have to see what time we get up. I'll uh, text Joe in the morning when I get up, and we'll figure it out from there. So we'll take a couple more live chats and call it a show. And if anyone wants to call in last minute, now is the time. God says, Negan needs to know karate. Then he would have to give a speech, disarm a dude, and then kick him in the face, Steven Seagal style. Rick is going far away. It may take him a few years to get there. Great time jumps and dream sequences the shitty gimmicks the walking dead producers have run into the ground rick might lead a secret agency joe is the best he's right i prefer negan being the rick than daryl says patricia uh 1998 champion is loving the joe rant right there joe rant has begun we got to timestamp that i agree with joe the show has a bad reputation of using cheap gimmicks oh we got i didn't see broken there we got broke in the live motherfucking chat that's what I was thinking Jeffrey D. Morgan could save the show, but no, we also got the awesome LT in there. Phil, the issues guy, and Joe. What did you think of, of the grown-up Judith? Joe talked about that a little bit earlier, but I think you generally liked her, right, Joe? Who? Uh, Judith. Yes, ne I did. Negan. You like Negan, I right? I, well, here's the thing. <laughs> I didn't dislike Judith. It, not I'm enough of a sample time. Not enough of a, of a right. There's sample not size. enough. Uh, sample the, <coughs> the grade what is incomplete. Fucking, what fucking gun is she using to shoot? Right. Uh, if it's anything more than a fucking twenty-two, I'll call bullshit on how far away she is hitting targets. Like the kick in those things, the muscle strength that it takes in your in your little fucking wrists. Uh, judging by the distance of well over twenty feet that she shot from. With what seemed like, did she have a, a, a rifle? No, I'm pretty sure it was a pistol. Uh, I, I, I want to call bullshit. <laughs> I want to call bullshit. But maybe um, some other people there that were shooting when they were fucking seven years old uh, might be able to tell me that they used nine millimeter pistols or maybe a 44 or 38 and could hit the target at, at 30, 40 feet away. <laughs> 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 Pinpoint a headshot. You fucking kidding me? That might be a little bit ridiculous, but I hope they make a badass. I hope they've been training her well. I hope we get to see some of that, you know, hands-on Carol shit with the prison kids. Uh, maybe some Michonne sword fight play. Maybe some looking know. at the flowers. Uh, so, oh, no, and Lindsay says, I would have provided more thoughts, but I kind of froze. Trust me, when Joe's going at you full, Joe ran. It's, <laughs> it's tough to uh, – it's tough. There's a reason why Joe and I live within, like, two miles of each other, but I never invite him over to do podcasts in the same room. <laughs> I don't want to be in the same room as that. I his, freeze wife, his wife would come down and throw me out <laughs> yeah, by be, the ear and drag me be, out of the house. Stop yelling, great. I need to work. Uh, Walking David says, that's exactly how I felt. Uh, LT says, I'm so... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so, guys, I'm so <laughs> no, don't be, Joe. That's the point. Why do you think we have callers, you fuck? That's what we have to do. I can, I can only get you so much. We need the callers to get you. I'm so disappointed in the show, and it's all Scott Gimple's fault, says LT. Uh, Cynthia, thank you all for giving us that Joe rant. I think uh, Johnny Rico says it for everybody. Yeah, she did. Hope she earns uh, Daryl's nickname for her. Yeah, a little badass. 
Can't even remember Ken. Forget about Ken. Uh, Ken. Ken will never be forgotten about in the arms of the angel. Ken will be missed. Ken will be missed. Uh, Joe, a kid could not handle gun that's any bigger than a Derringer, says Tim. Right, a 22. That's about it. That's all a kid could handle. The and kick. The kick alone. It, the thing would have hit her in the face. Um, Joe, I have to ask you, why do you have Mr. Meeseeks in back of you? <laughs> why? <laughs> I need help with my fucking golf swing, man. <laughs> I needed to be a more complete woman. <laughs> ST Slur says did Rick die No he was saved by a fucking helicopter Or sorry Tom I know you hate the joke over and over again Or he was just another dumpster Again you can get a just another dumpster t-shirt If you want And there's Joe Showing off his stuff <laughs> The Smash Brothers Ray of Light cam took Ray away Yes Johnny Rico it did The Smash Brothers cam took him away To uh, the, the master hand planet I'll help you with your golf swing, you fuck. David will help you. David will take some, uh, take some uh, numbers off your, uh, off your average there, off your handicap. Oh, one good thing about this. He's even got the golf swing, the golf club. And we've got a, we've got a very good point by. Oh my goodness, we've got a very good point by, by Lindsay that this episode did have no enus the penis. So that that's always it's always a good episode when we got no enus the penis. Enus penis, enus the penis. She's a creepin', she's a weirdo, she's enus the penis. Enus penis 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 it's a sad song. <laughs> Rick was supposed to be an A, or was Negan, or was it Negan who was an A? I think she said she never had an A. She has a B, but she did say to Gabriel that he, she thought he was a B, but he ended up being an A. So uh, that's our only real clues. No. For, yeah. Right. Uh, and to think all this time I thought you were a B. B, but you're really an A. But she calls Rick a B. I think it must have to do with being injured or something or being able to take care of yourself. No, because she wasn't injured. He wasn't injured before. Mm. Oh, yes. I think, it, I think it has to do with... Walking David... Ha uh, what, what were you going to say, Joe? What, what's it have to do with? Because David has an interesting question. Not... Not what did Joe think. What did Tara think? What did Tara? What did Tara think? Or did it drive her to drink? What did Tara think? It's a good question. And we no, we didn't see Tara. No, Tara's not dead. She she's alive to keep annoying David. She's 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 David's Negan to you. So uh, so look at the chats. It's in one of them. It's the wardrobe's fault for making you wear baggy shorts. Uh, Phantom says, coming soon, Tyra and Beth Funko Pops to burn the fire to keep you warm during the long night for Game of Thrones Season 8. Please, guys, don't be JSSing. It's dangerous. <laughs> Make sure you're JSSing down the street. Oh, Joe, I think you just made half our audience go blind. <laughs> oh, my, my goodness. Portal gun. The helicopter's been around since season two, coming in and out of the series. Yeah, the helicopter has been coming in. It, but as Joe mentioned, is it two different helicopters? Is one of them that we saw early connected to the governor, is this a different one? or is it Yeah, the, the same? helicopter from season two with the governor, I think, was was uh, was uh, like a National Guard helicopter. I think we saw him 
kill them all. Right. So this is a different helicopter that has been around for a very long time, as Carmine said. So it's good to get some plot progression with that at least and see where see where that is heading for a Rick Grimes spin-off television movie. Because everyone loves television movies. But I, I am, like I said, I am more excited for those than I am for The Walking Dead proper. Because it, they, some interesting things could happen. We could get stories could be as long as they have to be, not dragged out. So you could get an hour one of those. What I'm hoping is they don't do some sort of standard. Each one has to be an hour and a half or six parts to fit X amount of commercial breaks. But who am I kidding? That's what's going to happen. I, I just hope that it's something like, oh, this is a three episode, excuse me, a three episode arc. Excuse me. So we'll ha- fill this out to a, a movie instead of stretching something out, which should be three episodes into 16 episodes, which is, I think, where we started our problem with The Walking Dead. I think our pro- we had many problems that developed over time with The Walking Dead, but I think stretching out stories too far because they had to make these 16-episode seasons every time helped them burn through some of the good stuff that they could have taken their time with and get to this and get to that and get to this where they could have kind of slowed things down at times where they, and I don't mean slow things down by having a whole season be an hour (laughs) be over the course of an hour. I just mean really kind of build storylines better than having them come in and go out really quickly over the course of a half a season, having things have to be a half a fucking season. Lots of peace and love too long with needless dialogue. Yeah, yeah, it's it sucks. Lots of love to smoke a hauntus hugs to you, STE man. I think I'm finally done with the show. The first time I've missed an episode, and I missed four. I don't think I'm coming back. Can we talk about Better Call Saul? (laughs) Yeah, we can always talk about Better Call Saul. Geekin, Gekin, aka GT. Walking Dead is driving Joe closer and closer to insanity. Yeah, it is. It is. It's. I would. We can say this about this episode. This is the first episode Joe's been even. Partially emotionally invested in a while. That's got you got you ex- got you into it enough to rant. The reason, the real reason why the me seeks are behind me is because this show makes me really feel that existence. Is pain. <laughs> existence is pain. Well, should we end on that existential kind of thought? So. Uh, everybody if you haven't already and you enjoyed this video hit the like button hit the subscribe button we really do appreciate you guys tuning in this week for this po- for this podcast for our sunday podcast i will be back this next coming sunday for some silliness and some fun the phone lines will be open so we'll be taking lots of calls so hopefully Lindsay will call back and maybe we can get david to call in and then the following week joe will be back but as i've mentioned joe and i will be doing another more another bunch of podcasts this week so come check out our daredevil casts and if you're watching daredevil season three come check out all the backlog of them we're doing between 10 minute and some are like 30 minute podcasts Uh, one was almost 40 minutes but ultimately they average out to 20 minutes each broke broke was wondering if we could actually do it there's some episodes we come out there and we want to be done with that podcast really quick. Usually the first of the two, we're, we're are around 10 minutes. And the second right. two... We're, we're just like, we burn through it. We want to get to the next episode. And we've decided that in future, if we do this experiment again, we're going to watch them in two episode blocks instead of watch one episode at a time. We 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 want to split the difference. Two, come back for a 40 minute. Exactly. Two, come, back. come back for 40 minute because we feel like the podcasts are a little short. We're like rushing. We like, have the time to like really explore. Exactly. But we're going to finish this 
season the way we've done it because we ain't no quitters. So we're gonna yep. get we're gonna get through it, and uh, we've got three more podcasts from the double episodes, and then we're gonna do one for the final episode and wrap up the season. So we will be definitely doing those this week. I gotta work a lot, and we got some shit, but we're probably gonna be doing them Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So check that out either in the early morning on the East Coast or around. 12 or 2 or whatever in that time period so keep an eye out the events are already all created it's just about making them go live i stopped at episode 8 you pieces of shit i'm waiting for you guys to finish we'll be back tomorrow tomorrow for sure tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) you fucking assholes capital letters in the chat you assholes where are you do your fucking podcast i'm trying to keep pace with you dicks i love you broke yeah we're making we're forcing everybody to wait. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> like days so, on end. Yeah, for the nose. It's going to take us like three weeks. People are like, Daredevil's still out. House of Cards came out already. Fucking, where's House on a Haunted Hill and that fucking show? Where's, <sighs> I've started to watch Sabrina. And I've, uh, I've tried to I tried to get Joe on Sabrina a little bit. Oh, she's in that movie, The Princess Bride. Robin mm. Wright from uh, House of Cards. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I've almost finished the whole season of uh, New Season of House of Cards. And uh, I've, I've, I've got two episodes left. And I've started Sabrina, which is a lot better than I expected it to be. It's uh, it's not necessarily my ty- type of show, but it does give me a slight Buffy, uh, charmed kind of feel to it. And there's also there's a one other in a, in House on a Haunted Hill or whatever that is. I haven't started that yet, but people keep telling me awesome things about that, and that's on a binge list too. Got a lot a lot of shit to catch up on once we get into the new location. So. And Vikings is coming pretty soon. We got three more episodes of this season, The Walking Dead. And eventually they're going to announce some Game of Thrones stuff, right? Eventually? Huh? Game of what? Game of what? Is there, What's there, that? It's a show that we used to talk about when, when it was on. But we're going to be talking. Are talk- we going to watch that? Are we going to talk about that one? I think on? this is an announcement. We are in What's fact, it about? We're, it's about? It's about dragons and tits. We're, we're, oh, we're I do go- like dragons. But you do like or tits. tits. The, oh, come on. You, okay, I like tits. you like drag you like tits Do on the dra- dragons have tits yes the dra- yeah yes no, yeah you love it so this is an announcement we are going to be talking about this season of game of thrones it's a fact and uh hope hopefully or no i could say with certainty carmine will be joining us for at least a couple of those live recaps after the episodes and we're also be doing a feedback show for that and we'll be doing a bunch of preview stuff especially once we get images and shit uh and lots of lots of fun so uh, that stuff will be coming very soon as the year crosses over and we get into the same year that game of thrones is actually going to be on that's we're gonna we're soon gonna be in the same year joe that we're still eight months we still have like eight months. who knows how many months it's a long fucking time i can't i still can't really talk about it because it depresses me how long it seems like, that shit ain't coming back until, like, what, like, August or some fuck? No, well, all we know really so far is 2019. There's rumors because of the way that it's being sub- – that things might be submitted to award shows at certain dates. So there's – it theoretically might be uh, in April or March are the rumors, but there's nothing – So they can get it into the Emmys and time. Right. That, that's the only clue that we have for you that. You don't want to have to wait an extra year. Yeah. It, it, on, there's forget. a decent source that has said that it will be in first quarter of – of 2019, but, or I mean, or is that second fucking quarter? cocksuckers needed. Ju- we need January, two February, years March, to April. make six episodes. Go <laughs> fuck yourself, you 
fucking asshole. This and more will be on our Game of Thrones content. Fucking, fucking having a little spat with George. Oh, yeah? Well, we're going to take an extra two. You're not going to put your book out until after we release our season? Well, we're going to fuck you over for an extra fucking year. Go fuck yourself, George. Oh, yeah? Like fucking little children. There's a Seriously. big, there's a big, I'm, I'm trying to about, fuck you over you know fest going on. Yeah, there, there, there's, and it's because of that we don't get a book and we have to wait a million fucking years for, uh, for the season because they're fucking pissing on each other's legs. Broke, you're one of the most loyal fucking friends we have on the show. Broke, I promise you, I will not do Gotham episode recaps, but I will be watching the final episode of Gotham or the final season of Gotham and I will at least do one. Uh, I can guarantee at least one final episode podcast in the series of Gotham because I will be watching it depending on how my time shakes out with with work and everything and how easy it is to stream and watch in the new place. Once I set everything up, I may give you more. No, I'm like, oh, I may give you more. But in depending on how interested I am, but I will definitely be talking about this final season. There's nothing that bore, and I know you're. There's nothing that bores Joe more than talking about Gotham or the CW superhero shows. And please check out our Daredevil podcast. One of the last episodes, you can hear Joe give a very good rant on what's horrible with the CW shows. Well, here's the thing: that Gotham is the best of all of those, like regular television. Gotham is a fun show because it embraces its ridiculousity a lot of times. And Sir LT, Mrs. Katie Crow, I can say with ninety percent certainty, Katie will be back for the Game of Thrones podcast. She's not going to miss. She just, she just, she just doesn't feel the need. Okay, so when we watch Game of Thrones, when we watch Walking Dead, I can barely hear the episode because she's doing what i do to you she's on the couch next to me doing and i'm like listen katie i need to at least be able to watch this shit you gotta stop wait for the commercial to be over and so she can't wait she just wants to shit all over the show worse than i want to shit all over the show because she's not even she's not even like a fan of that shit anymore at all so she doesn't want to be on just to come on to shit on the walking exactly dead. we don't we don't need another added person to shit on it but katie will right. be joining I us can, i'll shit on it enough for the both of them for for <laughs> for at least a bunch and at least uh at least as much as she wants right. on the final she, season of game of she Thrones. knows that a lot of you still really love the show and she don't want to add to the voice of of uh of trying to make people feel katie doesn't like being like. katie doesn't like being a hater like joe and i do right i me i'm gonna make you all fucking feel bad Lindsay, I hope you cried when you got off the phone. <laughs> David, I hope you fucking maybe like, uh, I don't know, got into an ice bath to make yourself feel a little bit better because I made you feel Cause, so numb. Because you, you, you burned him so much. Oh, you're, you're such a vicious bastard, Joe. Oh, God. Uh, I hope I made you feel like Negan made Maggie feel before he begged for his own debt. Shut up, podcast, Joe. <laughs> Fuck it, David. I hope I made your dog cry in the other room. Johnny Drama. <laughs> his his, his dog. His do- made Katie Hay from the other room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, David's dog went victory, and you punched him in the face. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That's horrible. Legends of Tomorrow should only be onesies. Okay, everybody. I think on that note, it's a good place to end it. <laughs> Please, before I have to read the. Uh,
What oh no! He, back to me. You don't want to read the response. You don't want the phone calls to come in. Wait, the phone the phone lines are still open. Wait, wait, wait! Holy shit! No, I'm sorry, everybody, but uh, it's time time to finish things off. If you haven't already and you enjoyed this silly video, please hit the like button. Please, Gen Joe is a gentle lover. <laughs> Joe is like the scary uncle, says Lindsay. Joe never never no Joe never cusses though. Joe just never cusses. You sure do got a pretty mouth. LT is loving it. The Flash season four was trash, but this season the Flash with his hot daughter is cool. Says broke. Uh, yeah, the thinker was an idiot. Yeah, that was a pretty poor storyline. And I I feel like I need to talk more about those horrible CW shows because I watch them all. So again, when I get my new setup, hopefully it'll be easier to just watch and talk at the same time back and forth. So some shows I don't feel like doing notes for and don't feel like go doing the whole hullapaloo. I can still babble about a little bit from the top of my head. And yeah, all, no, and no. also when we get the new place, I'm going to be making Joe come over more often because we're going to have a whole area to be able to sit down and watch some shit. So everybody, again, thank you so much for checking this out. If you haven't already and you enjoyed this video, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, share the channel with a friend. Thank you to all of our super chatters. You were amazing tonight, getting us drunk as hell. Thank you to The Walking David. Thank you to Lindsay for calling on in. Thank you to Carmine, Tom, Cadigan, LT, Broke, God. Thank you, a motherfucking chat. Atari Dad, motherfucking chat. Johnny Rico, motherfucking chat. All you motherfuckers, motherfuckers in the chat. Oh, God. All you guys that are sticking with us all the way to the end. And anyone that checks us out at a later time, whether it's in the audio cast, the regular, or watching the YouTube video later, we really do appreciate it. Make sure you keep sharing the channel with a friend. Help us grow. Help the podcast grow, too. Share the channel. Share the podcast. Make comments. Cat, I'm not letting you in because the show is ending. The cat wants to say goodbye to everybody, but the cat will have to wait. Joe and I will be on sometime tomorrow. Maybe early, maybe late. It all depends on when I wake up. Yeah. Joe will be up early. Yeah. Be like, where the fuck are you? And then we'll have to wait because I'll be an asshole and sleep too long. But maybe. It's still early. <laughs> Anyways, talk to you guys next time. Peace.